come special, you know? Some epic. Lloyd Banks. You know, cause the nigga thugging on me, he don't want to see you smile, baby. Shit I done did to you Violated and tiptoed into a crib or two I've complained to be a bigger individual Even though you're visible The evens when I visit you Kinda makes me feel lucky Cause I see niggas when you tease them with your physical She wanna wreck up the rooms I ain't got no more room left Wild by my section ain't princess My foreign sick bad but she picture us Plus it's hard to communicate Cause she don't speak in no English I've been around the world state to state But now I'm back busting in your bathroom Got you laughing in your shower cap Let's get it on I just started talking and didn't even realize that my thing was still muted. Um, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Talk to Us Nice. Me and Carla out here doing it, not talking about the Knicks. Thank you. Having a night off from it. Of course, because I'm over the Knicks right now. But let's go Knicks, though. <laughs> Stop, right. Um, sorry, my kid's bothering me. Um, Carla, what's up? How you doing? Everybody, Carla's tired tonight, so 
Don't mind her if she doesn't bring the energy like she usually does. She's out here mom and stepmom in it at the grocery store. So Yeah, I'm just getting home from BJ's, guys. I'm over here trying to put all these groceries away. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> it doesn't stop. It doesn't. And it doesn't help either. I'm actually on call from work as well. And praying to God nothing happens overnight. You're on call tonight? Yep. Oh Lord! So if you just if you just randomly cut out of the room, we won't we won't wonder where you are. Yeah. So just in case, I mean, I hope not. It's been quiet the last few nights, so I hope it's. Well, now you just jinxed yourself. I know, knock on wood. I hope I hope I didn't. (laughs) But no, um, I've been good. I've been working, same old, being a mom, you know, living life, trying to live my best life. I hear you. How you been? How's been your week so far? Um, good. I was, I started, I started Invisalign. For anybody who doesn't know, it's basically like braces, but they're clear aligners, like these little trays that you wear in your mouth. And I wanted to do it because I have a wedding to attend next year. And I really want to have like a super great smile for it. And I've always wanted to do it, but never had like the money to do it. And I just decided to go for it. I'm going to be done before the wedding next year. So I'll be done like next summer, which is great. But these things are putting me through hell. I'm on like day four. It's so painful. It's so uncomfortable. I told Carla before I had to take them out in order to do the show tonight because when I have them in, I sound like Daffy Duck. It's ridiculous. I'm at work trying to like answer the phone sounding like Steve Urkel. The doctor that I work for, Dr. Evan, we're like... He always comes and like sits in my office with me and he literally looked at me on Tuesday and was like, I need you to stop talking to me because I can't take you seriously. Um, I was like, wow, yeah. bro. Like, wow, but it's fine. I just have to get past the first week and then it'll be normal because then like your mouth kind of figures out how to talk normal. But it's just weird because you have these like foreign objects, you know what I mean? Just sitting in your mouth all day. So pause. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so. I'm really excited about that, though. I'm super, super excited about it. So this time next year, I will have a beautiful, radiant, like, Macy's catalog smile. So I'm really, really excited about it. And it was affordable, and Terrell told me I could do it. So, well, I didn't really ask. I just went to the consultation, and then I got in the car, and I called him, and I was like, I did it. So we're just going to make it work. That's how it goes. I'm not asking. I'm just doing it. Fuck it. Yeah. Well, it's easy because you pay every you pay every month like a car payment. So like it's not like I had to pay like five grand up front. You know what I mean? Oh, you make so like a payment towards it. Yeah, so that's, that's good and then fuck it, why not? Yeah. But it is painful. I have to take them out when I eat and stuff. Yeah. And I like while I'm eating, I'm thinking about how when I'm done eating I have to put them back in and I'm like dreading it. But yeah, my little cousin, beauty is pain. Yeah, my little cousin, she was going through that, and I saw her struggle with that. I was like, "Girl, yeah." I mean, it is cool though because you can't see them. Like people yeah. who are talking to me don't know I'm in ortho at all. Like they don't know I'm. Yeah, doing yeah. It, so I, I remember that too. When my cousin told me, my little cousin told me about that. She was like, "I have it." I'm like, "Really? For real? Where?" <laughs> yeah, you can't see it. So it's not like I'm walking around with like big old you know 1990 metal brackets <laughs> on my teeth you know imagine i don't think troll would have been <laughs> i don't think troll would have been down for that remember imagine i come home and i'm just like hey babe and i just have these big metal things on my teeth yeah, yeah. yeah. I been not cute nah, hell's not. I'm not doing that. 
yeah no not cute so yeah so that's it everything else has really been the same not anything crazy we just did some more wedding stuff oh i can't wait for the wedding guys yeah that's about it though everything else is just normal working stuff like that the same old you know same. Be, being a mom out in the streets right being a mom that never stops Oh, I'm mad that. Did you see what Frank wrote? Frank wrote, "Women don't need to say pause." <laughs> I don't know. It felt like a pausable yeah. statement. I felt like I had to say it. Maybe I hang out with Terrell too much. Honestly, <laughs> the whole pause. <laughs> oh oh God, go. damn! Seriously, here we go with the damn soundboard. Oh, uh, I'm dead. But. Since we're talking about being a mom, we could get straight into our topic. That's true. Talk. So the first one, as we said, we was going to talk about co-parenting. Mm-hmm. How do we feel about co-parenting? Does this work out for everybody? Does it not? Is it easy? Is it difficult? I feel like there's nightmare stories. And then there's stories where people are like, it's a walk in the park. Right? I don't think there's any in between. Honestly. I feel like you either either have a good situation or it's like horrifically bad. I I don't think I ever heard anybody have like a mediocre like, eh, you know, it's either like, I I hate that bitch. Or it's like, no, yeah, we're cool. Yeah, honestly, that's like, I've never heard anything in the middle. It's always yeah. either, but then again, if I want to talk about myself real quick, I think I'm actually in the middle, but we'll leave that for later. Are you? Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, my situation is actually kind of in the middle. Like, my baby could be yeah. a real asshole sometimes and a freaking, uh-huh. but then other times, he's like the greatest. It's like, oh my God, cold parenting is so cool. It's the easiest thing for us to do. So it's like really in the middle Yeah, for us. Yeah, and it's not it's not bad horrible either though. Like stories I've heard where it's like, oh my god, yeah, that sucks to co-parent with that person. I feel like the co-parenting thing is so much more like, pop. I don't want to say popular, but like you see it so more, like so much more these days because you have a lot of people who you know, are having kids and then they don't stay together. You know, they're not even together and then they have a kid kind of a thing. I feel like if this was a conversation like, you know, back when my parents were younger, they'd be like, co-parenting? What's that? We live in the same house. What do you mean? You know what I mean? Right? Isn't that the crazy? Now I feel like everybody everybody has a co-parenting situation now. It's just the world that we live in. Which is so crazy to me because it's just like, damn, when are we going to have more families? Like, when are we going to stay here and try to make it work? Like, did it really have right. to end? Is there any way possible later in the future things could have, you know, possibly work out? Or is it really that? That's it. That's the end. Like, yeah, yeah. I've I've always been really thankful that I never did. I never did like the craziness of co-parenting, where like you're in family court and you're doing child support oh God, and yes. custody. I've never done that. Like me and my me and Sarai's dad like great great friends we go on vacation together like we she we spend every birthday of hers together like literally when she turned five he took both of us to disney world with her brother 
and just like surprised us at her birthday party like had my mom in on it and my mom put together this card that said like pack your bags we're going to disney and it was awesome we went to disney as a family he made sure like me and sarai had our own room and like him and cameron had their own Mm -hmm. room and we just went and had a great time we flew down we were there for four or five days we went swimming, we went to the beach, we went to Disney, we celebrated her birthday, and we came home, and it was, like, awesome. It was, like, just two friends that happened to have a kid together. Yeah. You see, hanging stuff out. Like that is great. Yeah, and, like, Terrell's met him, him and everything. Like, the when me and Terrell first started dating, I had Sarai's birthday party. Her birthday is in the beginning of October, so it's usually still nice out. And I've been able to have, like, all of her birthday parties outside, so we usually get, like, a bounce house and everything and put it in the yard. And he came, and, like, him and Terrell sat at the table together and drank a bottle of Hennessy. Oh, that's great. You see, stuff like that. Yeah! That's great. I I can't necessarily have that with my baby father. And not that I can't. It's just more of him. It's his ego. Like, he's always yeah. felt... If anybody came into my kid's life, he was always felt like, oh, they're trying to take his role. Like, with my ex, that's what it was. And it was just like, my boy, no, nobody's trying to take your role. Like, it's just another right. person in your kid's life. And you shouldn't think about it negatively. And then he would just have this whole aura where it was like, ha, I'm the big man. Like, you got to respect me. Like, no, don't give that attitude. You, like, mess everything else up. <laughs> Like you mess up yeah. the guys. But then eventually Yeah, but that just sounds like an insecurity on his part. Yeah. That has nothing to do with you or your no, kids. That's an not. insecurity on his part. Yeah, but then eventually he would like calm down and be you know, be cool. So it's like yeah, it's yeah. kinda like that's where I say I'm in the middle because at first it could be not bad obviously, but it's just like, oh, all right, you're gonna give me a little bit of drama for no reason. But then eventually yeah. it'll be cool. Yeah. But I think that's best case scenario because I think it's like, okay, if, you, if you're not going to be in like a singular family in the sa- under the same roof raising your kids together, then it's the best case scenario for your kids to see you guys being able to do things of course. and then not be like, you know, they're stressed out like, oh my God, mom and dad are in the same room. What's going to happen? Right. No, you know exactly. what I mean? Like Sarai has never seen us other than being in a friendly situation you know because like we weren't together anymore when she was born Mm -hmm. so she's never known us together she's only seen us together as like wow my parents are really cool with each other you know what i mean like my son my son has never seen me and his dad together my daughter did right she experienced that but not my son but we're able to do that yeah we're able to be in the same room together and be chill we do you know have our little family trips as well too like outings i shouldn't say trip but outings where, like, for the kid's birthday, okay, we'll do something for our kids. Like, just the us right, right. Or, or if there's anything random that we want to do. It won't be all the time. It'll just be certain things that we know, okay, we all like this. We could do it. We'll have fun. Nothing will be weird. And we do it. Yeah, but that's good, though, because they're going to remember that. Yeah, exactly. They're not coming from this, like, tumultuous situation where, like, their parents couldn't even be in the same yeah, room together. I will honestly together. hate that, too, to be honest. I don't think if I had that kind of situation honestly think i feel like i will go crazy like that would stress me out i feel like it makes things way more difficult than it has to be and i feel like the only person that suffers is the kid because it's another stressor for them it's another anxiety for them exactly you know what i mean like also you're fucking adults like you should be able to have a 
relationship with each other just because your relationship didn't work out you have a kid together like this is somebody who's you know everybody says oh 18 years it's not 18 years it's literally for the rest of your life you're not gonna you're gonna be doing more with that kid after they turn 18 you know what I mean you're talking about college graduations getting married grandkids like that's somebody that you have to deal with for the next 50 years not 18 years so literally you know you gotta get your shit together literally forever and it sucks when like parent, parents can't co-parent because it's just like damn you don't want to be able to just show your kids that yo even though mom and dad aren't together but mom and dad could co-assist and I yeah. could be there we could all be there together we could do certain things maybe obviously not everyday thing where mom and dad is always seen together but you know right. special occasions random just outings or even trips weekend getaway where it doesn't necessarily have to be like oh mom and dad is sleeping together or whatever the case is you got me like yeah oh you know what I wanted to ask and I thought about this when you came up with this topic I feel like it's weird and this might just be me because I don't have like that uncomfortable like um insecure like well I don't want to meet that bitch kind of a thing like you used to date kind of a thing you know what I mean like it's not I'm not like that but I think it's weird when you're dating somebody and you don't meet, like, the uh, the child's other parent. Like, you don't meet the mom or you don't meet the dad. Like, I bring this up because when I was dating Sarai's dad, his name's Chris, um, I never, he had a son, Cameron, and I never met Cameron's mom, which I thought was really weird. And, like, I would bring it up to him, like, you know, like, oh, are you going to introduce me to his mom? Because I was around him all the time. Like, all the time. You know what I mean? Like, we're sleeping in the same apartment together. We're going out to dinner. Like, we're, you know what I'm like, I'm helping getting him ready in the morning. I'm cooking him breakfast. Like, I thought it was weird that I never was introduced to his mother. And Chris would just be like, oh, no, it's not necessary for you two to meet. Oh, I did. I'm not here talking. <laughs> and my mic was mute. Honestly speaking, I've also had the same experience with other men where yeah. they had me around their kids and I'm doing a whole bunch of stuff for their kids and you know, I'm I'm a mom, so it's like I would expect the same thing from my baby father the day he ever right. gets a girlfriend, whatever the case may be. It's not uh, not that I want to be best friends with a baby mom or anything, but it's just no, like... No, no, absolutely I, not. But you need to have some sort of like rapport with them and not like that but i also want to show you respect that hey i respect you enough that you're you're that kid's mom i want you to feel yeah. secure that when your kid is around me you have nothing to worry about especially so much shit yes that's going on like i don't want you to feel and if you ever feel like you 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 don't want to talk to your baby father and you you rather call me you rather text me or whatever the case may be feel free to right i'm not gonna be bothered i'm not gonna feel type of way you get me like I'm not gonna sit here like I want her to understand that <clears throat> and I was I yeah. felt like that so it's like I felt the same way too like when these men don't like at least mention or yeah I thought it was like... weird I just thought it was weird I and and then I'm thinking like you know at this time I wasn't a mother yet because I hadn't had Sarai but I'm thinking in my head like okay let me try to put myself into a mom's pair of shoes like this woman knows that I'm spending all this time with her son. How is she comfortable with not meeting me, knowing that 
we're around each other as often as we are. And now that I have Sarai, then when I had Sarai, I was like, yeah, this makes no sense to me because like her, her dad has like a legitimate girlfriend that they've been together for, you know, a handful of years now. And I met her and I wanted to meet her because this is somebody who she spends every other weekend with. You know what I mean? So like, I'm trying to see who my kid's around. Exactly. I don't blame you. I'm the same way too. Yeah. But also sometimes we got to sit here and ask the question, did he really tell his baby mom about us or that we're even around the kid? <laughs> oh God. Well, that's a, that's a whole nother problem. Well, listen, if some tricky shit's going on, then it's self-explanatory of why you're not meeting well, each other. But I don't know. I just always thought it was a really, like, it was a really weird thing that I was like, it's so weird. And even now, like, I have never met her. Even now, like, Sarai goes and spends every other weekend with her dad and everything. And, like, we we meet up halfway because he lives down in the city. I'm upstate, so we meet halfway. So it's, like, not crazy for either of us to drive. And, like, her brother's always in the car. I always say hi to him. Like, I've known this kid for for eight years. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just, we. I, I think sometimes, like, wow, I still don't know even know what your mother looks like. You know? Like, really? it's crazy to me that that... No, I never met her! I literally never met her. And it was so weird. I just feel like it's weird that I never had the chance to meet her. I don't know. Maybe I'm a different kind of beast, though. Because, like, I can put all that immature stuff and, like, the, the history of whatever happened behind me and, like, live in the moment. Of course. So, like, I'm not coming into anything with any, like bad juju or like oh i'm holding anything against you because you know you had a kid with my also baby daddy you know like what am i i'm fucking 30 years old i'm time for that so i don't know maybe i'm just a different type of beast in that i don't i think differently but i always th- i just i i thought it was weird I, th- I thought it was so weird and it used to be like a point of like almost like arguments between us you know because like he would go pick cameron up and i'd be like oh you know like I'll come with you. I'd like to meet his mom. No, no, no. That's not necessary. Well, I'm like, okay. What do you mean that's not necessary? You see, little It's so weird. weird. Yeah, it was weird. But I, I feel like it's healthy. Like, you know. I mean, me too. Honestly, yeah, I, I would feel the same way too. Like, it's. I don't think it's nothing negative. I don't see how it could be negative unless you make it negative. <laughs> yeah, but. Other than that, I do think it's something positive, something healthy that should happen, especially if you are serious with this person and you're around their kid that much. Like, yes. I mean, look, me as a mother now, it's like I would expect that all the time from my baby father. Yeah. Forbid, you know, the day he really gets a girl, yeah, I would hope, you know, you he would sit there and yeah. me, you know, introduce us. Like, and he knows I'm not the type right. of female because I get it. If you know your bae father, your bae mother, they're kind of rowdy and, you know, they're going to get, you know, this whole attitude. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Read the room. Know your audience. I get why you have to hesitate to not introduce and trying to find that perfect moment to, to where everybody's okay. But if you know you're, you know, the person you had kids with, they're not that type of person, then you shouldn't really have to worry about anything, you know? Yeah. And you should be able to have yeah. this conversation beforehand, like, hey, look, I want to do X, Y, Z, introduce because of the kids, whatever, whatever. His, 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 his no, baby mama is ugly. That's why he don't want you to see her. That's <laughs> the, is that what you think, Woo? I've got four baby mamas, and I got, like, a really ugly one that I try to hide, <laughs> that I try to hide from oh, everybody, because you know, I'm ashamed. Because it was my first baby mama. I was mad young, so I was like, yo, I just want to hit anything I can get. 
I ended up, <laughs> I ended up getting her pregnant and shit. And, and yeah, I'm mad at Shane. I don't like bringing her around the family and friends and shit. So that's Damn. that's the that's the truth. That's the truth. Hey, I'm here. I'm here to just be like the honest to God, you know, male side of this shit. Well, you know, his baby, his baby, his you. baby mother is, is is ugly as fuck. That's what it really is. So. You know what? You could be right. Well, I don't know. I don't even know what she looks like. She ugly. She got moles. I mean, she she ugly. Their kid is cute. Their kid came out cute, but I don't know what she looks like. Ugly people. No ugly idea. people have cute right. kids all the time. I'm. I'm just saying. She mad ugly, and 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 that's why. So I'm. I'm gonna go back to work. I just wanted to get that out there. <laughs> I'm dead. Thank <laughs> you so much. Listen, I. He might have a. He might have a point though. I mean, if you think about it. You never really even saw like a picture. No, I literally never have never seen her face. Never. Nope. I've heard that, her mean, that means he's going above it. He's going above and beyond for you not to see her for a reason. It's because she she's you know trash. <laughs> I mean that, that's the honest <laughs> God truth. Or they were probably just still sleeping together. So that's how I felt. That usually puts it. Yeah, that right? usually puts that's, a damper on yeah. it too. I mean, damn, I saw my boyfriend's baby mom. She's actually pretty, and I was—I I don't know if this is like wrong or right to say. I was actually just kind of surprised she was pretty. Not that he's an <laughs> ugly nigga. Wait, what? I don't—I like—I don't know why I even feel that way. You said I'm surprised he bagged her. Is that what you're trying pretty. to say, Carla? She's really pretty, though. Like—is she out of his league? No, because then, then I would be out of his league. The fuck. But <laughs> I, like, 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 I don't mean that in a bad way either. To be honest with you, like, no, I get, I get what you're saying. I get like, what you're saying. You said very pretty, and I'm just still waiting for the day. Like, hey, whenever he's comfortable, so we can meet. Okay, wow. Yeah, she's really pretty. I was like, wow. I mean, maybe Wu does have a point because I'll be kind of honest. I've kind of seen some of these men's being moms that I used to mess around with, and they weren't all that. I mean, I'm the I mean, I hear that. Anybody, but it was kind of like, really, that's your baby mom. I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess if that's good for yeah, you, I guess. So maybe who does have a point? Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? We we gotta let MJ talk because I told MJ she was gonna be. Well, Wu kind of just started talking, but um, I told MJ she was gonna be our first speaker because no, it's okay, Wu. Um. Because MJ, after last our last space, MJ has like her own following now. So MJ's got a reputation now in the Twitter streets. You're free. <laughs> I actually, MJ, I think the only reason Wu came into the show tonight is because you are in the show. I'm trying to, I'm trying to give you some MJ. What's up, girl? What's See? going on? <laughs> well, get in line, Wu. Get in line. <laughs> Oh God! It was like that. Get in line. Wow, MJ, check you out. I'm still a little cute. Um, shout out to Ms. Skills and Ms. Rells and Mr. Rells, and I want to shout out all the gentlemen that come here and listen to the ladies. I give mm-hmm. you props. Um, but I'm just thinking about what you were saying i don't personally co-parent but i have dated guys with um children and i always go in with the attitude that you know 
the mother, the baby mother, the ex-wife, whatever she may be, mm-hmm. you know, she needs to be treated with respect. And I let her know I'm here to back you up. You know, I'm going to look after your child. I'm not going to be an asshole. I'm not going to, you know, you right. are the mother. Yeah. And I've always had great relationships, like to the point where the mom has something come up. She needs somebody to watch the child. Uh, I'm stepping in. So right. you have to go in with the mindset of it's all about the child. It's not about the ego. Right. The people, you know, the, the father. The I think that's what everybody lacks these days, though. Exactly. Everything is everything is about spitefulness and being yeah. petty and... It's and it's crazy because then it just makes these kids like stressed and anxious and you know it's a horrible role model for them to be looking up to see two parents going at it like that and then they wonder why their kids end up having broken families. It's like well what did they see the whole time? Two people beefing constantly. Yeah I mean you have to be a united front you know and I may not have wanted to be new best friends with baby mama but right. i'm gonna give her the respect because she's putting in the hard work of raising the child so if i can help out and make things easier that's what i'm gonna do yeah. and that's the bottom line because it's about the child feeling good feeling happy knowing that there's a safety net around them it's not about the damn ego and the petty bullshit and i wish yeah. people would would um remember that you know because mr rells was uh tweeting me to bring up you know some of the things i've seen like i only did family law for like a minute because it's so brutal yeah Uh, and you know just going over to the courthouse and seeing people screaming at each other and their children are there and I'm like, oh, hell no. No, this, this it's a really a rough area of the law. And you just see too many people not putting the good and the welfare of their child in front. I think um, Pastor Claudio was saying that he is in child welfare. So I'm sure he's had some heart. He could tell some horror stories. And I could know, never I, do that job. No. Absolutely not. It would be too much of a heartbreak. So all respect to people who do do that. But yeah, I mean, you just, it's about the children, man. It's, it's not about your bitching, like grow the hell up. Yeah. You know, like that's just, that's how I feel on it. Yeah. I, I honestly, like when, after I had Sarai, I, I didn't, date anybody like Terrell is the only guy that Sarai has ever seen me with or is ever like known as like a father figure other than her dad and um um I would say like this was also my first experience like dating I'd never other than Sarai's dad I'd never dated anybody with kids before so this was like the first time that I kind of stepped into a more permanent role as far as not just like, oh, well, this is like my girlfriend and like, oh, this is my kid. You're going to be around him. Like now I'm like, we're getting married. You know what I mean? Like I'm like legit taking care of somebody else's kids. Like Terrell works basically every weekend, 
literally. And every other weekend, we have all of the kids. So I have Sarai, and we have the girls, Trell's girls, and it's just me and them all weekend. He works, you know, until 5.30 every night. So it's, like, literally just me being a mom and a stepmom to these kids, like, by myself consistently now for however many years. And that was totally different than, like, anything with Sarai's dad because, like, yeah, I was around his son and stuff, but it was, like, us together. I was never, like, by myself with him kind of a thing. And now with the girls and stuff, like, you know, every Friday, the Fridays that we have them, the weekends that we have them, like, I do daycare pickup because I get out of work earlier and I get home, start getting dinner ready. You know what I mean? Like, I'm doing bath time now and it's, like a legitimately like a legitimate family unit and I've met all of their moms and everything and most of them it's great one not so much but like his son's mom we she invited us both to his to her wedding like the legit the first year we me and Terrell were dating we went to her wedding she got married to the guy that she had been with you know like for literally forever and it was awesome being able to go like me and Terrell and all of the kids and we're at her wedding just hanging out and her family is saying hi and we're celebrating and we're eating and we're watching them to get married and it was like this is cool this is how it should be you know what I mean it was so awesome and they're coming to our wedding you know what I mean so it's like it's it's like really cool when everybody can just be like this is what it is. It didn't work out with this situation, exactly. but everybody's now in their own situation and they're happy. So let's just like keep this going for the kids, you know? And I know, you know, Asher might be older, but I know deep down Asher appreciated the fact that his mom, his stepdad, his dad, and you know, me at the time were all in the same place having a great time together on like his mom's biggest day, you know? I know that that meant something to him, you know, so it's just cool to see scenarios like that. And hopefully, you know, the other relationships can continue to grow as we continue on with each other, especially now that like they see that I'm going to be a permanent figure in their kids lives. You know, I'm not just a girlfriend anymore. So hopefully that continues to grow. Um, but yeah, it's just like cool situations like that. I wish more people had more situations like that. Cause I feel like we'd have more mentally healthy kids in the world, you know? Pedro has a question. Yeah, What'd you say, up, babe? Everybody? Oh, hi, Pedro. How you doing? How's oh. everything going, everybody? Thanks for coming into the show. What's going yeah, on, bro? Uh, I'm chilling, man. I hope everybody's doing well, man. I've been in my A for a little bit, man. You know the Knicks, but we ain't even talking I, about that. I know, man. We had to get the ABB out there, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not alone, <laughs> man. But you know, it's funny, man. I just, I, I, I'm sat home. I just got home from work, and I got on Twitter, and I looked, and I saw this, and I saw the topic, and I was like, oh, I kind of wrote the book on this shit, this co-parenting shit. So, I oh like, man, yeah. So I, I, it's um, look. It, long story short, the, the bottom line is this. As you get older, your kid's mom, your kid's dad, whatever the situation is, your family, yeah, regardless of what you say, your family. And what comes with that is a respect thing. And once you do that, co-parenting is cake after that. Miss Rells, I do the same exact thing you and Mr. Rells do with my mm-hmm. exes. 
I, and I've been married twice. I just ain't good at it. I'm not good at marriage. I'm more of a friend than it mm-hmm. is with, with marriage. Never, never, never cheated. It just gets to the point where, and, and marriage is not sacred anymore um, like it was for our, the generation with our parents. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is now. People are getting divorced now because the man leaves socks on the bedroom floor. That's yes. enough to get like fucking divorced now. And I don't even know what it, I don't, I don't even get it anymore. Mm-hmm. So if you just, first of all, for me, I had to drop my ego. My ego was the number one thing that killed me. I had the number, I, I, I would, me and my, my first wife, we were very young and we, we battled and we fought every single day. What happened there, my kids became, my older kids, unfortunately became collateral damage. What I mean by that is you step away from them because you don't want to fight anymore. And it's unfortunate that you do that. I did the for, for, for a while, every day, every other weekend with the kids. And every single time, it was constant drama and constant beef. So me, being immature and not knowing how to talk about that shit, my kids became collateral damage. And that's something that I regret. My kids are in my life now. I'm a grandfather. My oldest daughter, she just had a kid. I'm a grandfather. My grandson is nine months old. I have a great relationship with my kids, but once I got a little bit older, I was able to drop my ego and have conversations with my ex-wives now. Now, my ex-wives are my best friends. I don't date single women. I won't date a single woman because I have nothing to relate to you with. Then that's just that's just me. If I, I can't I can't relate to you. I need I I look for a woman that has children that has been in the same situation as me because you had trials and tribulations like me. I can relate to that. So mm-hmm. I can't relate to a single woman and I wouldn't expect a single woman to want to date me. So when I'm, when I go to date and I date women that I prefer to date a woman that has, you know, okay. To that. No parent has to tell their children that you're, you're, all you are is that other child's friend. You're never gonna you're never gonna be mom and dad. Your kids are smart enough to know I got one mom, I got one dad. You're never gonna be that. You don't have to be that. You're just gonna be a friend. You're you're you become them those child's friends. You're a family. You should be if you can't meet the other uh, I've hung out with other you know, uh, boyfriends, um done Thanksgiving dinners, vacations, I do the same thing. And I don't even like lose sleep over it. I, I do my I've stayed out of court because I don't have an ego. What do you need? How can I help you? What can I help you out with? There's so much. This issue is so deep on co-parenting that child support, um, you know, you know, totally kills people's minds. It, it's like, yeah, you got to pay child. You, you have to. That's that's an that's kind of part of like the fucking agreement when you have children and things mm-hmm. don't work out. That's something that you have to do, because let's keep it a buck fifty, homies. And this is to my men. You can pay child support. Yeah, you do. But don't act like you ain't. You know, there's other shit involved with that. Mom's just probably paying fucking insurance. And we know mm-hmm. how insurance is groceries. So, hey, don't get little. I pay child support. Look. There's a lot that child support is going towards insurance. Mm-hmm. You should do that shit without even fucking losing sleep over it. I never argued 
one bit. I stayed out of court. What can I help you out with? What can we sit down and what can we do? And this is what we do. And it's, I'm a, I'm, they're my, it's my family. Yeah. They're my best friends and I'm willing to help out any way possible. And once you do that, I just think life is easier. It's going to become easier for you. It is something that you, you can do. It's not hard. It's just that you drop that fucking ego. If you drop the ego, it becomes a lot easier. Um, mm-hmm. And that's that's really hard. It, it really is. It's, 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 it's easy for me. It's not hard for me. I, I do understand, though. I could, You can see how other people, not everybody, I've been blessed to have that work in my favor. I do know a lot of people, and it's not that great, and I mm-hmm. completely understand that. With time, things do get better. But if you're going to constantly battle and constantly fight, you know, that's that's not a way to go. It's very unhealthy, man. Your kids see that. The kids are going to see that. And it's not a good thing, man. It's really not. So just treat everybody how you want to be treated. You know, you want to be treated with respect, you treat them with respect. So kids, moms, and, and everything. I was in a relationship for eight years with a woman. And, um, uh, you know, she, you know, she being um, divorced and had kids and, um, you know, with me. Well, it got to her a little bit because of her insecurities, I believe, with how close she envied me. Mm-hmm. It was envious because of the relationship that I had with my kids' moms. And, you know, I kind of understand that and um, taught me a lesson, you know. So I get it, man. I really do. I get it, man. I just I think I think that um, it's something is it can be done and we need more people out there. Um, just because your relationship, people come into your life and, you know, it ain't meant to be. And, um, you know, you have children, though, man. And then that's, you know, some there's certain things that are in the fucking agreement when you have kids. <laughs> and it's in, in the contract. It's in the that's contract, true. Man. That's I'm true. Sorry, I don't know what to say, man. They're like, yo, man. Yeah, come on, man. You were doing it when you were together. You was giving her money. So what the fucking difference does it make? So... Now you got kids involved. So don't act like you can't help out, help her out financially because she's providing the roof for those kids' heads and insurance and food. Right. And it's like, I pay child support. I should be able to get, like, come on, man. That, that's petty to me. So, right. you know, and at one, at one point when I was younger, man, I, I think that, you know, I felt like that bothered me a lot, too, because I had, you know, joint custody and, you know, there was something else. And I was young. I was immature. And I always try to play that card. And then after a while, it just sounded really stupid. And I was like, what am I doing? This is nonsense. And I was able to just, you know, mellow out, man, and have a decent conversation and caught my ex-wife on a good day. And we sat there and talked for hours. And we were able to work out our own agreement. And I carried over until this. And then I tried to get married again. Yep, right. Me being yeah, right. And I got married again. <laughs> right, right. Tried it again. Yeah, I was one of them dudes. You know what I mean? A typical, yeah, yeah, I'll try it again. I think I'll get it right this time. No, nah, it didn't work. But it, um, it just still, my second wife saw everything that I went through with my first wife. And we became just like, you know, we didn't go through that same route when I separated from my sex, my second wife, actually me mm-hmm. and my second wife went like, God, we went five or six, seven, just, um, you know, we stayed separated for a very long time. And, but I still, to this day, like, I just, they're my best friends, man. I can always rely on them. 
They can rely yeah. on me. If I need to vent and I need to talk to somebody, I talk to them about dating. We talk about everything. And it's like, yo, that it's, it's a nice comfort to have when you're able to have that conversation with your kids' moms. And it's just a respect thing. It's maturity. Basically, it's maturity. Yeah. And do you, do you think of- there was a, do you think there was an exact thing that made your energy switch towards the whole thing? Like, can you remember, like, was it, did you just wake up one day and you're like, this isn't it, man. I got to do something different. Yeah. I mean, as far, as far as turning it around to co-parent. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, like the light bulb just came on. Oh, you had a heart attack. I had a heart attack at 35 years old. I'm 47 now. Wow. And, um, yeah, I had a major. I had um heart disease. I had a major That's heart attack. That's young. Yeah, I know. Tell me about it. It was some scary shit. I don't recommend it to anybody. So no. To all my people out there, like, look, don't have a heart attack. Don't have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm telling you. Watch, watch your stress level. Well, yeah. My heart attack was, was um. It was ninety nine percent due to stress. Oh damn! Um, and and it just like you know my va- I had an artery that was clogged and my artery pretty much exploded. Um, that was it for me. Um, yeah. I just had a you know you got a lot of time you know you laying in the laying in a hospital and you kind of like what the fuck am I doing? That's time on your hands to think about this. They, they call yeah. that they call that divine intervention. It really is, and it, it really Ooh. is. Like, listen, I don't like with karma to me. Not everybody deserves karma. It's just your time for the shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just your time. Like, it's going to come around and get you sooner or later. And how you you have a moment right then to change your fucking life or you could go around and still be keep being a dickhead. Excuse my French. You're like, yeah. you have yeah. a choice to make. You can either go this route or you could go this route. And for me, it was just kind of like, that was it for me. I just, I, I changed. I did all my frolicking. I did everything that I had to do. And I was just like, all right, I kind of need these people in my life right now. Like, um, yeah, you know, that during my beefing and everything with my ex-wife, like, you know, when I came through out of my heart attack and I was like an hour away from where I had my heart attack, I was on a construction job. Wow. But when I came, when I woke up, the first person next, right next to my bed was my ex-wife's. That, and wow. I just started crying. Yeah. I was like, I didn't expect them to, like, what the fuck is, like, and... It's kind of like a humble. It's kind of like a humbling moment. It is, and yeah. they just looked at me, and that's I've always kept that since thirty five. They just looked at me, and they both of them, and they just said, "We're family." Yeah, this these is stupid. These are my two ex wives in there. Like, we're, we're family. Like, I look at it this way: I'm their dickhead. They're my dickheads. <laughs> yeah. Straight up, like I mean, that's what it is. Like I. You're still going to make mistakes. You're still going to have arguments, but it's like, it's nothing major anymore. And I just, that was it for me. Everything from there on out was just like, you know, everybody got together. We did, fam- you know, we do family, we do Thanksgiving, we do birthdays, we do all that. Yeah. Just, um, did you notice your kids like happier because of oh, that? Absolutely. absolutely. It had to be like immediate. Absolutely. 100%. And it was crazy is, is um, my last relationship that I was in was eight years long. And um, I always cherished that for me. This might sound a little corny. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to introduce my kids. I didn't want to constantly keep introducing my kids to a new woman. Oh, yeah. No, definitely not. 
in and out, in and out. I don't look, I don't, I just, I was a little bit more serious with my relationships. Like if I felt you and we had a good vibe, like my shit was like immediate. I had no problem. I wasn't playing this. Well, let me give it a couple weeks before I introduce you to my kids. Like, nah, here's, you know, I'd like you to meet my kids. Mm-hmm. And if the feeling is, is mutual, I did that right away. Like I had no problem with that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was just like, like yeah, man, I just, you know, dating and shit like that for me now is like, you know, okay, this is what I do, but I've been on a lot of them, you know, I, I really don't, I don't, I don't mess around, you know, I get on, I get on dating apps, and I'm like, man, I got on them, and I deleted them, like, two days later, it's just like a job interview, and I'm like, I'm not, I don't, I don't know what this shit, I'm serious, I don't know what it's all about, and I get it, I just feel like a lot of people do that shit, and do it, and just like, yo, you ain't ready to date, you just coming out of some shit, and you being like, oh, mean, and serious, and <laughs> their, their, their profiles, and shit, I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, you like a like a military shit it's like crazy so right yeah and you know i don't know i just i think um you know co-parenting man is is um you know of course it's important man you just gotta drop the ego man and just i think both people do i think both parties do i think also with the females as well i think you know we just no more bitterness um and, and none of that no just no envy or nothing and just try to work out anything that you could possibly work out. And um, I'm, I'm just blessed to have like the two women in my lives, my kids' moms, and they're right. my best friends. And I'm like, all right, I'm good with that. I'm, I'm grateful for that. So, Well, you, you gave know, your kids a, a chance to have a more successful adult, healthy relationships with whoever they end up with. You know what I mean? With seeing you guys being able to move like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just think that, it, you know, when you, you still install, you know, no, I don't think any, you know, no kids, um, kids don't want to see their original parents, um, be separated. No, you know, no, kids want that shit. No. But and I still- feel like a kid always holds on. I like, I feel like you could, your, your parents could be whatever divorced, separated, you know, whatever they are. I feel like, I don't care how old you are. I feel like you kind of always hang on to wanting your parents parents to be together you could have the best stepdad the best stepmom in the world but i feel like if you asked any kid that came from like divorce or separation or anything what they really want is their parents to be together so if that's not going to be an option for them and you can make it at least like the best case scenario for them to have parents that aren't together that's like ideal that's end game that's the goal you know yes i completely agree with you i had um my my um my ex, you know, uh, God bless her. She's a good woman. She really was. I'm just like a really shitty boyfriend. I don't know why. <laughs> one day, one day one, well, that's one very day mature. I'll... That's very mature of you being able to say that. You've done some soul yeah, searching. No, it really is. Like I'm just like a, I'm just like a really good friend, and I get like really. I it's something I'm working on, but I get a shell. And like when something's bothering me, um, I've had it my whole life where I don't really open up to a lot. Like I shut myself down and shit, and and it just. It's not a thing you should be doing. But anyways, like I my first year or two years with my ex, I mean, her daughter called me he. What is he doing here? I'm like, huh? <laughs> that shit like <clears throat> it messed with my head. So for probably like the first you know, two years I had to deal with that. And then things got a little bit better. You know, things started to get better, but, um, you could just tell that she was holding on to this. You know, she was really, 
really hurting from her real father's love and a real father wa wasn't a nice guy. Um, all I could do was provide, you know, like a smile for her as being her friend. So things got a little bit better. Um, but you know, it, 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 it was really tough, um, in the beginning. Um, her son was pretty much, um, you know, a boy is a little bit more, you know, different. You got the baseball going on in the sports and everything like that. Um, I got girls myself. I got three girls and one boy. So I've been, I'm around a lot of women. Um, <laughs> oh God, that's what we have. That's our house. Yes. Yeah, like, you know, I don't really have like, you know what I mean? And so like when I had to bring my grandson, I'm like, oh shit, I got a boy in my, like, this is great. I can play baseball. Oh God, that's what, Terrell can't wait for that. You said yeah, grandson. Terrell, Terrell probably has a big smile on his face right now. Oh my! The crazy yeah. thing about it is, yeah. all three of my girls didn't play it's any sports. So, yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I think it's great, man. I, I co-parenting is um is really cool, man. I, I love it. I I love what I do. Um, I think it's great, but it's just because, like I said, I don't have that ego. I don't my bitterness days and everything like that and angry and shit is all over with for me. I'm right. kind of like, I mellowed out, man. I'm good. I'll have a conversation with you and we can work anything out by just having a conversation and communicating. So right. if you can't do that, I don't know what to say. So I don't know. Y'all doing a great job. I'm driving right now and I'm just going to, I'm going to listen and I'm going to check you guys out. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, thank. I that was great. Yeah. I didn't mean to take up all your time. I figured I'd be one of the one of the only few dudes that would probably get on here and share their experiences. I'm like an open book, so. Well, you know what? If more people did it, it'd probably better be better for right. everybody. So. Thank you, though. For I completely sharing. Agree. Appreciate you. Yeah. No. No problem. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Y'all doing a great job. Keep doing your thing. Thank you. You're welcome. Carla, I think we should go to Ben because he's had his hand up for like 37 yes, hours. So. Ben, the floor is yours. When we going to get to the sex part, though? That's oh, my I God. Was... Woo. Sit down. Would you take a cold shower? <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, Jesus. my bad. I, I was ready for the All sex. Right, we're going to get bad. there. We're going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were too excited after that space uh, earlier today. Um, no, hey everyone, hope everyone's well. Um, so I, I, I can't really talk about, uh, my experience with like more with co-parenting because I'm only 19, so I, I'm not there yet. But what you guys were saying, and I did have the experience actually. And again, I see you all there, I see you fully, I see you smooth. Um, glad you all came on the space, uh, great talks. Um, my first time just speaking, so. Yeah, I'm more I'm more of a guy that just said, and sorry for my language here, but like I kind of just kind of say like fuck my feelings. I just hold them in, and it's actually like a really bad thing I do. Because mm -hmm. let's say something happens, uh, it, it doesn't end up well when something emotional happens. Uh, so I should really let that out more, but it's whatever. Um, but basically, uh, when I was six seven i can't remember the exact year uh so my parents are actually divorced um so for me right right now i mean i still want even though i'm 19 i have my own apartment i'm li uh, i'm living with my girlfriend right now um it's it's tough because i feel like i know what it is 
I, I don't know how to explain this properly, and I'm sorry if I like sound really confusing, but it's just a uh, let's say I don't have my parents there. Uh, I always let's say when I visit, I have to go to two separate houses. Can't really go. One lives in one lives in Brooklyn, the other one lives in like Rockland County area. So for me, I kind of just have to travel. Uh, and it's hard, man. Like I just want to see my parents both in the same house. Um, and just be there. So when I was a kid growing up and that happened, I, I, I just, again, what you guys were saying, I just wanted them to be together. And I know how it is. I know how relationships work. I know how everything goes. Um, shit happens and, uh, and you move on. But just for me as a kid, I did not understand that at all. Um, I didn't understand why they were fighting. I didn't understand what happened until I learned it myself. But it, it and it's still, it's still, I can't say it hurts, but it still kind of gets to me today that I just want to see both my parents happy. And even though my dad is dating someone else, and I, I, I don't care what he does, uh, if he's happy, he's happy, whatever. Um, but it just feels weird to me, man. Like still, like even though I'm older, still feels weird that he's seeing another girl but then I see my mom and I'm just wondering like like how come they could not be in like com committed relationship like what actually happened so really this whole thing you know co-parenting I don't know much about it just to be honest um but when you were talking about like divorces and then other men or women going with other people um it was just, it was just always tough for me. I don't really like to talk about this to like people that I don't really know. I mean, I know some of you guys, but not like personally. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's always tough. And as a kid, when your parents get divorced, it, it, it's kind of like a breakup in a way to you. Because then you have to go back and forth to parent to parents, you know, holidays, whatever, Christmas any Jewish holidays, Christian, Muslim, whatever it is, um, weekend. So it's always tough. And you always want them to be in one house. You want always to see them. And I never got that. I only had it probably since maybe three years. Now, I don't really remember because, again, I was really young when it happened. So, so I didn't really... It's still tough to me. I still want to see them together. It's never going to happen. Um, yeah, what you guys are saying. Yeah, um, but I, f I feel like, Ben, I feel like you could be 40 years old and deep down you still want to see your parents together. I don't think it matters how old yeah. you are. I feel like you could be a grown-up with your own kids and still deep down you still think like, wow, I really wish my parents could have figured it out. It depends on how your parents got along, though. I was so happy when my parents got divorced. That's true also. If it was not a good yeah. situation and it was bad for everybody, that's true. No, it was actually a good... I mean, it wasn't a bad situation on them. It, like, they didn't have to go... I mean, they had to go to court, but they didn't have... It wasn't bad as, like, other divorces. Um, they still see my other family members. We're all there. It's nothing bad. It just kind of, like hurt in a way because I never had that type of experience that other kids had of having the parents there coming home from school whatever it was um, I never had that experience so I kept on going back and forth 
uh, and that just annoyed me. Um, but it, it is what it is, man. I, I, I grown up. Uh, I'm just living my life right now. I'm chilling, having fun, whatever it is. Um, and this whole co-parenting, whatever happens with my dad and my mom, God bless them all. Um, I, I, I don't, I, I'm cool with it. I'm fine with it. It just feels a little weird, man, in a way. You know, you see your mom, man, see your dad dating another girl, and you're like, really? Like, like you just can't comprehend it, really. Um, but it is what it is. I, I'm happy for them. Uh, God bless them all. I'm okay now. Um, and um, great stuff you guys do. Pedro, amazing stuff. Uh, sorry for that. Sorry for my language. Sorry for that shit that happened to you. Um, hope you're doing all, well. all right, though. And then I see you, Pam. I see you, Bully. Yo, Bully, real quick. If I can request on your space on Sunday, if you can just put on a Tupac song, hit him up, keep your head up, Dear Mama, any type of song, that would be much appreciated. Um, but anyway, great stuff you guys do. Um, and I I'll check it out more. Uh, Thursday nights are just kind of like at nighttime, I just do my own stuff. So, but great stuff, guys. Uh, I'll check it out more often. And uh, thanks for letting me share just my story because I don't really talk about it a lot. I kind of just hold it all in. Ben, I just want to say I think it's really great and courageous of you to speak out on your feelings. You made me so shed a tear. It's so important to do that. And I'm really proud that you're here putting, you know, putting it into words because you don't want to wake up when you're 40, 50, all bitter and angry because you never dealt with this shit. Right. So props to you for stepping up here and speaking on, on your hurt because I can yeah. feel yeah. that this really hurt you. And no I'm shit. sorry. No like, it's, it's, it's okay now, but well, I'll, I'll just say this. Hopefully one day uh, soon, maybe the one I'm with now. I don't know. I'm not looking at marriage yet. But I know one day I hope to get married. Uh, it's all up to God's hands. It's all up to me whenever I decide. Um, but I, if, in this situation, I, I, I know it happened. I've been with a breakup when I was back in high school. Um, I don't want to like, be in a marriage relationship. And what I mean by that is that if I tap in and I have a kid that's there, I don't want to have the same situation I was in of getting divorced and leaving the kid that has to do the same exact stuff that happened. And I don't know if it's going to be bad. I don't know. And I hope it never happens to me. Uh, but I don't, if I ever have a kid and that happens, I personally don't want that kid to be in the same situation how I was when I was young, that I had to deal with it. I do like just it was tough for me because especially when you're growing up 13 14 and you're just learning a lot of things you know all the guys on here know what I'm talking about it was tough you couldn't really how to go to certain people to ask for advice your dad talked about certain things your mom talked about certain things but there was just no like one person there um to just tell you everything in life and how things are um I had to go 
with all other people. So hopefully one day I get married. Hope to be soon, probably in later twenties. Um, I don't if I and if I have a kid, I don't I don't want the kid to have the same situation I was in. And I, I don't have a fear of that. But when I'm thinking of something, I'm thinking, hey, maybe like, am I ready? And I know I'm deeply not ready yet, but I always have those thoughts. Um, that I, I, I would never want the kid to be in the situation I was because I know how this shit goes. I know how it feels. And it's not just hard on the parents. It's hard on the kids, too. Right. Well, that's really, that's, that's super mature of you, though, too, Ben, though, because you're realizing that that's not something that you want to repeat. So, you know, down the road, when you do get married and you do have kids, you know, you'll be the one to break that cycle of divorce, you know, so that's a, that's a huge role to step into, you know, I think that's awesome. Yeah, again, much appreciated uh, for letting me speak and letting me on. Credit to all of you uh, that's on here. I see you, certain of you that are always on the next spaces. Um, but again, thank you, much appreciated. Just leave off of this, hope the next one on Saturday. But my main point is just to uh, shout out to all of you. Uh, thank you for letting me speak and just have a great, man, uh, great night, man. Much love, much appreciated. Appreciate you, bro. We really appreciate you Thank you for coming up here and spending time with us. And shout out to everybody in the room, man. Shout out to all the females, all the beautiful ladies, the queens. Shout out to all the kings. And, um, this kid's in the nasty shit. Oh, <laughs> God. I was just about to fucking hear. Hold on, man. Shit. Go get in the shower. And no. Woo <laughs> is too excited after our space. Sex talk, man. After our space, space with states moving, everyone. See what you did um, that time? Wu is too excited for this. <laughs> no, no, I just remember when 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 Smooth and uh, Cash used to have them them late, them late night joints, and we would talk about like nasty shit. And everybody's all professional and shit now, so nobody's trying to be <laughs> nasty. We're gonna talk about some nasty shit. Cause I got I got I, I got like a real real question. I got a real question, so I'm gonna wait till y'all get to the fucking part. And then um, I, I'm going to ask my questions. So I'm going to sit oh, back. God. Oh, my God. I love Wu. I fucking love Wu. Yo, like, real quick, um, I can talk about my, my stuff real quick with this co-parents. And I'm sure everybody whose father is going to been through this. Um, Like, yeah, like, I, I have three children. Three, you know, different situations. But, um, you the, know. By different situations, he means different hey, mothers. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, Rose, how many baby mamas you got, Rose? He's got about Rose, 47 of them. We know I got four. I, I got I'm four. How many you got, Rose? But, whoa, I, listen, I don't feel no way because if you looked at how, like, shit went, like, I'm older. Like, I'm in my 40s. So I I'm in my 40s. Nineteen, and then I was with my um, daughter, my oldest daughter's mom, for almost 10 years. And then I had, when we broke up, like, a year or so later, I had. Are you nasty. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, we're spread out. Spread out. <laughs> nah, but um, listen, like two out of three, you know, I have a friendships with, you know, and it just makes it easy. Mm-hmm. You know, my it was the village raising my son because that was a different type of time period when you had your neighbors, your family, you know. Um, in the beginning yeah. it was rough because we had our moms like intervene a lot, so it was an ego thing. Our moms was a little bit younger at that time, 
you know, and try to be, you know, try to do his best for, you know, either part of me or my son's mom. And then when we was in the courthouse, because I was paying a little child support in the beginning when I was young, and I sat in the courthouse, I said, can we go in this room and talk? She said, yeah, I'm like, look, I don't give a damn about what neither of our mothers say, because honestly, it became not about our son, not about us. It came about mom versus mom. And she said, no, I agree. I said, listen, I don't care if you put me on child support. I'm still going to take care of my son. I'm still going to do what I need to do. And she was like, honestly, I don't even want the child support. It was just my mom in my ear. She said, you take care of our son. So I, I don't need it. Just continue to do what you need. You know, just continue to do what you do. So and we was fucking like 22 at the time. So I was like, I bet. So, you know, that story, like Lauren said, we went to the whole family, went to the, um his mom's wedding. You know, it was dope. Um, and one thing she did early on with, um, I'm going to say both men and women, because I'm not going to say ladies, it's important to us men, us fathers. If you're going to date somebody else, it means his mom really didn't date with this type of like, friendship, but just in general, it's very important that we meet the dude that you bring, you know, you, you bring your fucking, um, you know, your boyfriend bring around our kid, because we got to, yes, we can't tell you who to date, but we can tell you who to have around our kid, because that's a concern issue. You especially know, um, a daughter too. Especially, and, well, let me, let me. Since you just said that, let me just say one point. Part. Um, I'm gonna be somewhat sensitive, but um, me, and my youngest um child, um, me and her mom, real cool, like real tight. Um, how long I talk here and there. Uh, in the beginning, um, I had broke. I, you know, my daughter. She was one said like two at the time. She started dating this dude. And then I think it was kind of like an emotional thing because she's got my ex got our relationship. I don't know about the dude's backstory, but um, you know we all have worked at this place this place together, and I eventually had left. And then I'm actually yo, you dating this dude? No, we're just cool, we're just cool. I ain't stupid. I'm like, alright, whatever. And then you know work got to me like they really dating. I'm like, look, I don't care who you date, but if you, this dude's gonna be with my daughter, and you're not gonna tell me he's not. Like, just have the respect for me for me to meet this dude, right? And she was kind of always like, "Why I need to meet him? You, you, you already know him." I said, "I don't know. I see him in the hallways. I don't know that dude. Like, but it's important. What you mean?" I said, "I'm a father already of two, and that's just protocol. You bring your dude, so that way I'm like, yo, we give the guys a talk. Look, man, do what you need. You know, y'all have your relationship. Don't touch my kid. Like, ain't I don't care what my kid do. Don't you touch my kid. Let the mother handle it, or give me a call like I do my oldest one." And I chastised my kid. You know what I mean? So, of course, she didn't do it. But it was like, all right, whatever. So I did it behind her back. Told dude to meet up with me. And we had a conversation. Lo and behold, I want to say, Lauren, let me know if I'm wrong. I want to say last year. No, the year before. The year before. Um, it was Thanksgiving. Uh, the day after Thanksgiving, I get a phone call at like 6.30 in the morning. And... um. You know, she she called me very high upset. Immediately, I'm thinking about my child. I mm-hmm. jumped out of bed. I'm like, what's going on? And, you know, um, that's when I found out the dude, you know, beat on, had beat on her. And I'm like, did he beat you in front of the, the kids? Because they have a kid together now. And she told me no. But um, I guess they was having beef. And she, you know, was packing her bags and put it by the door. And she was getting ready to take my daughter, um, you know, to go stay with her parents' house. And cause they, the parents lived the next time over. 
And then um, you know, he saw the bags and then they, they had they spat. Um, my youngest went went to the room and then that's when they you know, start fighting. And, you know, she never dealt with that before. So she just, you know, thank God she just didn't, you know, just bow down. She you no, know, she pushed him back. It, you know, I said, Did he hit you in the face at all? She said, No, he didn't, didn't do that, but he just grabbed on me, yoking me up, and like we we tussled one for you one another. And she was like, you know, can you, you know, I don't know what to do. So I said, where are you at right now? She's, I'm in the car now. I asked about my daughter. I asked about their kid. Um, he was like, you're not taking my baby away. So with him, was a lot of control shit, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, you know, I was very supportive. Lauren woke up. Um, I told Lauren what was going on. And then I was on the phone with um, my, my daughter's mother for like like 45 minutes. She called the parents. Parents came. They gave us some support. I'm like, yo, I know this is not the first time. And she was honest with me. She said it wasn't. It was a time when, um, when my daughter was with me that weekend and she was still pregnant. You know, he was pushing her while she was pregnant. And I said in my head, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I was like, I fucking told you so. Because since then, before all that went down, I've been telling her once a month, like, yo, I know that dude's not good. I know that dude's not good. Just because I know he was out here doing his thing. And listen, I ain't gonna get in your business. That's between y'all, but the way he he be saying stuff to her and other people was telling me, like, yo, not trying to you know, get any business, but you may want to keep a lookout for this boom, 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 you know? And then she told me, I want to say a week or so later when we had to move her out, me and my boys moved her out of the apartment that they shared. Um, her father, you know, we up in the U-Haul, the father told me straight up when she wasn't around, when she was getting herself out the house, look, She's not going to say it because she's one for words, <laughs> Laura, I can tell you. She's not going to say it, but she's really thankful that you picked up that phone. She's really thankful you moving her out with your friends. And she told me straight up, you know, that same day, I wish I listened to Terrell. I wish I just listened to her. I wish she just met him. Um, he told me I'm rushing to the things because after they start dating for like 90 days, they fucking moved in together. And I, she does, I don't know if she's always jealous or just trying to be controlling. I told his ass tonight for doing that. I'm not moving in no fucking body that quick. You know what I'm saying? So, make a long story short, you know, we, we cool. She had a comment, you know, like I said, she's one for less words, but she did say that she's never doing that again. Um, you know, any person she brings in her life, she's going to make sure, and she when she knows it's real, to have a sit down. Because she said, I know you would have saw this shit. I know you would have broke down because you know, a lot of y'all you know, don't know if you do know. I was an analyst, so I could kind of like read people's, um, you know, just read people very well. And um, I was like, yeah. And I, I wanted so bad, not going to lie to you, so I fucking told you so. But she pretty much said it for me. But co-parenting is definitely real. It just, just, no, not everyone's going to have cookie-cutter um, relationships. You know, just like my uh, my oldest daughter, like me and her mom's all right. Um, she has this thing that who's going to be the most popular parent, which I told her I don't care. Let's have conversations. I have, like, text messages like, hey, let's do this, let's do that. I'm trying to be, like, cool with her. She leaves me on red, and I know I see she sees this shit. And she talks about me to my daughter, which I don't know what she could talk about because I really don't do nothing, y'all. I just keep everything receipt-wise and text messages. But um, she still harbors the feeling that we're not together. And, you know, I talked to my therapist about it. She, and I was like, therapist, like, wasn't that, like, five years ago y'all was together? And I was like, yeah. She was like, she needs therapy. And I could tell she needs therapy because I told her, you know, all the backdrop of her mom. But it's like, it gets crazy because it affects even the school. I got to sit here and call my daughter's guidance counselor and like, look, 
me and her mom, you know, it's like talking to a wall. So can you please just make sure anytime teachers have any problems to call me, um, here's my work cell, here's my personal cell, here's my emails, you know, the school, shout out to them. They give me all the information I need. They send me all, make sure I get all this stuff. But it is sad that I just can't get it from my mom. So shout out to everybody who's co-parenting the right way. That's my little spat. Wow, babe. It is a it is a running joke in our family though that when there's a knock on the door, we're like, Oh my god, here it is. It's another kid. We knew it. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> it's literally me and all the kids joke about it. Like we'll literally just randomly be like, Did somebody knock on the door? And I'm like, Oh god, right. it's another one. <laughs> I listen, listen, like like I said, man, like the kids are spread out, so you tell the relationships. Uh, what she's referring to is, is how popular Terrell was in the streets between 1990. I'm still like that. Hey, hey, I'm at the gas station right now. Oh, actually, never mind. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me hold on. Okay. Yo, who's fucking nuts? Listen, what she's referring to is after um, I got a relationship. ESPN. Well, I got my relationship uh, with someone for three years. My therapist told me, "Yo, this this like date. Don't even give stop, a shit. Yeah, stop having I kids." Like a, I was like a relationship whore, so she was like, "Yo, just like date and do you, and just let them know, hey, I'm like working on myself." And I said, "That's not gonna fucking work." And she was like, "Trust me, it's going to work." Shout out to Miss Santiago. I was like, "All right, I'm, I'm going to use this line." And I said, you tell me pretty much just be out here. She said, yeah, responsibly. And uh, <laughs> you, know, we was out here. you laughed too hard. Uh, so we was just out here, you know. So um, that shit honestly do work. And because it's like you kind of getting the ball to the female's hands. Like, look, I'm working on myself. I do not want a relationship. And, I'm, and I mean that in a respectful way. You can, you know, take it how you want it. But I just want to be honestly, um, honest with you, straight up honest with you. Yeah, we're gonna be exclusive, but having that tag bears a lot of responsibility, which I'm not getting myself into because I'm in therapy. I ain't gonna lie to you, that shit really fucking works. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, eventually, when I stop going around and you know save money, shout out to COVID in some kind of way. Um, that's why I met Lawrence. <laughs> you know, but Pedro said that note, which is true. Um, you know, my therapist told me start dating people that's gonna respect your busy. So maybe they someone that has kids and understand. And yeah. Because it makes it so fucking easy. Like, when we just talking in the beginning, me and Lauren, I'm like, uh, she's talking about, I'm busy, I'm tuning my kids, blah, blah. And I get it. And I said, listen, I got my kids. And, you know, I straight up, I'm like, you know, now I don't know your personality. We get to know one another. But if you want them females that's like, up my, should I be up my ass? I'm like, you know, now I might not be the best person for you. Uh, yes, I do the cuddling. I do the spend mad time, make time. But to be up my ass every waking second and then I'm going to text you all day, every day. I work. You cuddle, Ross? You cuddle? You know a little, they're a little spoony. <laughs> yeah. he's, a, he's a little spoon, boo. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't do that. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. Um, she, be, she, be, she be holding you from behind, nigga. Not she, yo, bro. He loves that shit. I do not fucking like that shit, yo. I like that shit too. It made me feel warm. No, 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 no. Fuck that. Woo, woo. He, he lights one of his candles <laughs> and he little spoons real hard. <laughs> <Okay>. Yo, whoa, <laughs> <pause>. <laughs> 
the fuck up, B. Um, no, yo, bro, I be fucking sleeping, and I'm like, why is our almonds around me? And I feel like a, a woman sometimes. I'm like, and I don't know what the fuck. I'm like, oh Whoa. my god, you're I, the like, only I, person on the planet that I know that that is bothered by the fact that I love you too much. Yeah, what well, woe is yeah. you that you have somebody who loves you too much? What a rough life you I have. I don't want to fucking. I don't want fucking. I don't want you fucking love me. No, he sleep. literally. He literally said this to me last weekend. We woke up and I was like, "Oh, good morning." First of all, he's annoyed that I'm always so happy. That's a problem that I'm too happy all the time. But whatever. Sure. He wakes up and I always say, "Good morning, babe." Blah blah blah. And he's like, "Yo, you can't." Be putting your arm and everything on me. Your dead weight on your arms are always on me. You're always touching me all night. I'm like, I'm sorry that I love you too much when I'm unconscious. I'm sorry that only, that's a problem. Only, only, only a woman can say they love their man too much. No man can sit there and say that. That be an excuse. Come on. Now. He's bothered. He's bothered by it, Wu. And I don't know what he wants me to do. Well, I, I want you to lay on your side of the fucking bed. And, um, <laughs> he said. He said. He said. When we buy our house, he goes. When we buy the house, we're getting a king size bed. I said, why? We're getting that California we're, king size. I bed. said, why? We we're still. Right we're just gonna have a whole king size bed with nobody in one side of it, and me and him just sleeping on two feet of it on the other side. <laughs> but before we go, Miss Ebony, like I know, I know guys who's in here who go to bed with their wives. They. They they know they know what I'm talking about. When you sleep in that good position, you got you feel like you, you got a weighted blanket on you. You're like, what the fuck? You wake up because you know, come on, we all been there. Am I gonna get up to go pee? Nah, fuck it, ain't that bad. <laughs> Yo, there's, there, there's rules to cuddling, bro. You know that. You start off and shit, and then yeah, but, 20 minutes yeah. is just oh a wrap. God. Okay, but the problem is, Pedro, I just like gravitate towards him even when I'm asleep. I can't help it. Even when I'm in a REM's hardcore dreaming sleep, I'm still trying to find him in the bed. I can't no, help seriously. that. That's just, my love. You love that's just my love manifesting itself. What am yeah. I supposed well, I to do about you. that? I got, I well, got that's a compromise. You got you got to take the compromise. You know? Yeah, I take a compromise. I put a pillow, pillow between us. <laughs> and I just don't fucking adequate sleep. How about that? How about that shit? And all the you can hit it, it, Hey, you can hit it from the side, which she does that, brother. Listen. Even when I give her some, some dick, you like you think I'm like, all right, let's go. She about to leave me the fuck alone. She's she's tired, nope. she's huffing and puffing, and then five minutes later, she up on me I'm like, no fucking way. <laughs> and my head like, oh, she thinks she can get some more because I need to sleep. I gotta get up in four hours. You know what I mean? Hey, hey, at our age, at our age, go that sideways shit. You know where you can rub the joint at the same time. That, oh, yeah. that, that's the way to get through. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm about to get. They got this whole new what AI shit coming out. I'm gonna order one of them things so she can hug on that, and I give you some fucking adequate sleep. <laughs> That's um, disrespectful. Wait, yeah, wait can can I ask a question real quick? Um, yeah, just more, go to you, Queen. just more out of my experience. I, I won't get into detail, but yeah. All right. So when you're younger, is is it true that you wanted more than? You're older, uh, if I may ask, because you're probably like in your twenties. Oh, I want so right now, homie. I'm oh, on yeah, the prowl as we speak. Person, bro, like I'm a pervert, and like Lauren, like Lauren's a different type of woman. And I, like, I <laughs> I'm mad that you just still. said. I'm mad that you just said that like that. <laughs> nah, like no, she she wants to like. Yeah, Sarah J. Five seconds. 
Um, it depends, bro. It honestly depends. Yeah, when you're younger, you want to fuck like a jackrabbit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to have sex with every goddamn day walking. You know what I'm saying? You just got energy. But when you get in your 40s, you know, you keep yourself together. You have that same... See, look, like, we... Like, when we are... It's wind, called a rut. You're going to be in a rut. Nah, you, you, talk, you speak for yourself. I'm a pervert. I need to have it, all the time. Um, hey, you're going to hit a rut, Rails. You're uh, going to hit a rut. Well, you know what? I don't know I'm what a, I'm a trade-in then when he hits that rut. See? And See? that's what you're supposed to do. You got that's, wow. Well, hey, hey, Pedro, you on my money. back. You said that shit I, out. I ain't doing wow. no divorce. I want no motherfuckers. I told him, we get married next year. Know what you're getting into. You can't come to me tomorrow. Hey, I'm trying I'm trying to be adequate here. You know, just sign the papers. I'm like, nope. Not, not, you know why? That fucking wedding is costing us 40 fucking K. You with me the rest of your life, bitch. <laughs> uh, you can have a whole boyfriend. And I'm gonna be at your, your your fucking porch smoking some weed with your boyfriend, but I ain't signing shit. Not to spend 40k. Fuck that. That's an investment. I'm gonna see that shit through till I'm gonna fucking in the ground. You know what I'm saying. I I have I have heard that though. I get what Pedro's saying. I have heard that 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 happens like later in life where you kind of hit like a lull. I don't know what? if it's the same for guys and girls, but I have well, heard. I that. I ain't hit that shit yet. Nope. Fuck that. Nope. No, I just I just mean no like. Nope. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm still. Woman, but nope. Still like the day. Oh, <laughs> you like the what, Miss? I'm MJ. We didn't hear you. And you know MJ. You know MJ ready. What's up, MJ? MJ, what you like again? You know I like that day. Just a <laughs> grown ass woman. Hey, hey MJ. <laughs> hey, let me blow your back out. Oh let me my blow god. Your back out no. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I told I, I, I told you the only reason oh, we's in here is because of MJ. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who is a mess? He's just a whole mess. Hey, MJ got that. MJ got that soul snatching. She got that good <laughs> shit. She got that wet wet. How can you that tell? That, How hey, can hey, you hey, just How by the you I saw. I just by the way you talk, and and and, and you. You got that shit to sound like you stirring macaroni and shit. Like, oh. you like macaroni, that motherfucker. You know what I mean? You got that, you got that mashed potatoes, that, that motherfucking, oh, that macaroni stirring pussy. Clown. You know what I mean? Oh, man, I don't even know what the hell he's talking about. Oh. Just go with it, MJ. It's a compliment. Oh, okay. Yo, hey, stir, hey, MJ, stir up some macaroni in your house right now. Just listen to it. You know what I mean? That's what me and you finna do. That's what me and you finna do, mama. Oh, God. There's always pasta in this house. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Okay. Woo. Okay. Woo. Okay. Woo. I, woo. I think that sounds like your next baby mama. Hey. <laughs> no, I, I can't. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Now, Ruth said he's not. I'm broke as fuck. No, fuck. No, nope. That's okay. MJ don't need your money. She's established. Oh, no, yeah. wait. I want some money. Yeah, she a lawyer. So, you know, she got that good credit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I don't know more broke ass. I have dated cheap men who oh, are. Oh, that's a great conversation. I, I think I think I think MJ's shit is like mad moist. I don't know why. I just had that. Feeling. All right, all like, right. That shit is Here moist, son. That shit is moist. We gotta go. We gotta go to Queen Ebony. Anyways, yeah. yeah. Man, come on, I was trying to get to the nasty part. No, all right. We are. Yeah, yeah I think I came a little it. late. I ain't trying to be at the nasty part. Well, you are. The- <laughs> How y'all doing here? MJ's <laughs> moisture. Oh no. my God. Well, I... <laughs> you know, 
Well, you just have no game, damn it. Hey, I get. I don't need Will game. Got I, no I got Will got no filter. Will got no filter. Hey, the women out no here filter. love that shit. But but listen, I got a. I got a. Well, actually, go ahead, do your thing. I got a question before we get to the sex part. I want to okay. be the first question. I well, got a real, real I good wanna, question. I want to hear from Ebony. Now, so. all men want to know. All right. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it short because I, I just want to uh, talk about Rel so so Wu could get to his favorite part. Oh, you I got you, Wu. Um, I have. Uh, I don't have to co-parent. Me, me and the Mister still together. But um, well, uh, my congratulations. Best, thank you. My best. My best friend though. He has had a a very 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 you know hard time with with his with his baby mamas or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them like they weren't they were high school sweethearts. And she couldn't stand me. Like, she just didn't like anybody near him. But uh, she, um, like, they broke up, you know, before high school ended. They they got, she was pregnant, like, right after high school, basically. The summer of, she was pregnant already. And she stayed home. He went to college. They broke up, though. But he still, he still handled his business from school or whatever. You know, his family watched the kids. He, they just wanted him to go to school, you know. So he had support system. They haven't been together since high school and I'm in I'm in my thirties, right? And she still is beefing with him, like still holding resentment to him. So much so that the kid the child that they have together uh does doesn't like like they don't really have a great relationship because she's she's po- poisoned the yeah. child. Kinda like you get what I'm saying, like always talking down on that. It is not it's not that the lack of him being in her life because he's always there. But he he's the type where he doesn't want to force himself on her because she doesn't want to, you know, she gets an attitude. She sounds like, like like the mom. And then when he and then now they don't even she you can't really get in contact with her. Like he keeps she keeps the kid away, his daughter away from her, him. And he has another kid and and he has sole custody of, 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 the, of the, his, the, his other uh, child. But like. It's like you, this, this the other baby, the first baby mama. She has another, another significant other. Lives with the significant other. Like, why is it still animosity there? Why is it still bitterness and and the, shouldn't the feelings go away after serving? Oh certain- my god, yeah. Ebony! Literally, the, I know exactly what you're talking about. We yeah. have that same situation going well, on. My daughter's mom, and um, she a- is married, has another kid. Yeah. They have a whole family together. And she is still so angry about what happened however many years ago. And I cannot wrap my head around it. You got a whole Rose family. Because taking him down. Yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Um, no. Yeah, it's no, crazy. I don't know. It's crazy, though. You know, hold on real quick, real quick. Ebony, um, like, I, I went through this whole segment with my fucking um, with my therapist, right? Like, like someone to therapy for, like, um, a year and a half. And I told her, like, yo, everything that the mom did wrong, everything I did wrong, she told me, she gave me exercises that um, I had to work on myself. But we got to a part where it was like, I don't understand. And this before I met Lauren. I said, I don't understand um, what's her problem. And she said, and maybe your, your homeboy, you know, went through the same thing. A lot of times with women, if the person was their first love, first sexual experience, first um, overall emotional support, and things just went left over time. Like we almost, went, like I said, almost been together for almost a decade. Um, she says, "Going to be resentment there, no matter what." Especially if that the person 
um move the one who moved on didn't like quote unquote um didn't hit rock bottom. Yeah, because they didn't fail. You didn't fail. I didn't fail after um we broke up. Um I took one particular job I was at the time seriously, came a supervisor, then I came a manager, and I came uh one of the executives for the company. And you know, obviously I was I was making within six figures and I was buying my daughter everything. And then at first I was parent what they call it therapy um wise, parenting out of guilt. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I stopped doing that, but she used to complain to my mom, oh, you know, he got this job now, he's buying all this stuff, I can't compete with that. And then my mom, you know, tried to tell him, like, you know, I said, I'm not buying anything out of spite. I'm supposed to not give my kid um the fruits of my labor and I'm working with you know troubled youth. I, I do this shit constantly and I'm spending time with my, my daughter and I wanna buy her something. That's not my fault that her mother don't wanna do what I'm doing. That's not my problem. And I'm not doing nothing out of regular. If my daughter expects to go through balance or doing something during the weekends, she shouldn't have to sit in your household where I know you could afford to go to balance. So we'll just say stupid shit like that. Um so I'm sure like the same story I went through, I'm sure your homeboy have a lot of private moments like, what the fuck? Like, I'm a, I want the school to better myself for our kid. One. Two, I'm trying to be respectful and try to do what I need to do. Three, the woman who I bring around is gonna hold down our kid. Isn't that important? Like put what you feel for me to side. Isn't it important important that you I have a woman that's not vindictive, that's not an asshole, that's caring, that's loving, and is giving that to our kid? And that's unfortunately the story of a lot of us men who go through a lot of shit. You know, our kids. And again, I know dudes do crazy shit as well, but just like you know, my my one boy, his baby mom is a fucking nightmare. Long you know what I'm talking about. She's a nightmare. Like I'll give you one scenario real quick. She called him, and said, "Hey, something's happened to my, you know, our son." Blah blah. I'm at the hospital. All right, bet. Leaves work. Zoom speeds. Get to the hospital. Cops there. See, I told you he was, he's, he's harassing me. Thank God. Thank God he had the text messages to prove, you know, and then they arrested her for making a false police report. Yeah, thank God we don't have to deal with any of that situation. We well, just deal with God, yeah. egos, she, but yeah, yeah. But there are people who deal with that stuff where they're having to, you know, deal with police and restraining orders and everything else so at least it's that's not our situation but yeah i've actually seen that restraining order and police uh, situation happen to a family member of mine um you know he was doing is it, it, my cousin like i'm an only child but i grew up in like the cosby house you know the brownstone mm-hmm. yep, yep, so yep. like I grew up with I grew up with a bunch of all my cousins, my grandma, my aunts, my uncles. So even though I was only child, that I, my cousins are like my siblings to me, kinda. Like they were close like that, basically. So um, he he's a uh, he wasn't ready to get married, and we told him that. You know, he's younger. He got married when he was like twenty three or so. Wow. He's like you're not you're not ready for that. He's still in his Playboy stage. You know, got a good job, making money. So you know, like enjoy that for a minute. Right. Before you, you know, and he didn't. He met the, this girl. She was she, and the craziest because she was she was in uh she was from another country, right? She came over, and um, they met here. They was they dated for a little while. It wasn't that long. Got married. You know, had a kid, and I guess you know the family life got too much for him, which we knew it would happen. And she was all in. You know, she ready. That was the type, what she was looking for. She wanted the family. He thought he wanted a family, and and that's not what happened. He went back to his 
play, you know, his, his dirt, dirty ways, basically. Cheating, whatever. So we're telling him, like, you're doing this, you're treating her that way, she's going to be bitter, and it's gonna, you do not want to have a scorned woman. Like you got two kids with this girl, you do not want to have a scorn a scorn woman. That's that's setting yourself up with failure. You work for a, a job where they 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 have access to your 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 money. They're just gonna take it straight out of out of there. Like, and I've seen checks that way. They take in the job that he does. They take about they take a lot more more than they need to. They take a lot. Just put it like that. So um. I'm telling him this. I'm telling him I'm warning this. And, and what happens? He doesn't listen. And then now she's been in America a long time. She knows she 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 knows she has her own settings right now. You get what I'm saying? She's set up with uh with uh with her friends. She has her own set of friends, and they're telling her this ain't right. You get what I'm saying? So we were telling her that's not right as the family. Like this is not healthy. She scorned. She got bitter. And every little thing he did, she would she would call the cops or lie or lie. Sometimes even you know lie about things because she was just fed up. And we would try to tell her that that's not the way to go about it. But there's nothing to talk about because she's scorned now. So much so that they she did draw up the divorce papers and everything underneath his. You know he didn't even see it coming. He didn't see it coming. So they're no longer together, and she's in Spain with his kids. So. I've seen it <laughs> with the relationships and uh, co-parenting because he's still here and he can't see his kids. You know, they're in Spain. And that's what she had to do, you know, because she can, she, she can, she's well off. Her family is very well off over there. So she's like, well, I struggle here and be, you know, heartbroken, basically. And she got the divorce and moved over to Spain. That's crazy. She's in a whole nother country. A whole nother country. That's crazy. I I've never heard a situation like that. Yeah, Yeah. I feel for him. I definitely feel for him. I feel for him. I feel for I feel for my aunt more because she was close to her grandkids. You know, she was a help. She was a help in the in in their relationship. Everybody affects the whole family. Like she was a help in their relationship. That was that was their babysitter. You get what I'm saying? When they had to go or had to go to work, she had the kids. So yeah, they that and to not be able to speak to them and whatever, because the, again she's scorned. So she's not trying to hear anything. You know, right, right, no. So yeah, it's a tough situation, but we tried to warn them. Well, you can only do so much. Only could, <clears throat> definitely only could do so much. Shit, crazy. Crazy. That is crazy. Uh, co-parenting, right? All right, ladies. We ready for segment number two? Um, uh, I guess so. And then we kind of co-parenting out. <laughs> should Should we all just turn our mics off and just let Wu come up and Woo, just be... Woo, lead us off, Wu. Go ahead. Wu has the question, and anybody wants to come up, please come up. Thank you, well, everybody, supporting the ladies. I, I first want to say I thought of this topic because anybody who was Explain in the, the space, topic, anybody who was in the space last time when me and Carla had over a thousand listeners, I don't know if you guys knew about that. Oh, it was more Jesus than Rels and B spaces ever had just saying, but oh my God. Um, just- anyway, it was that space with the over one. Th- I think, I think Frank knows the exact number. It was like 1000 something Frank knows. He was he was giving us the play by play, but um, you better be be on timeout. But anyway, 
I was talking about how I have this coworker with this whole weird marriage thing, right? They have like, they're like roommates that are married and have kids, blah, blah, blah. And we, we, you know, I work with literally a group of women, literally only the doctors in my office are the only men in my office. So it's like 10 women and these two doctors. And we were talking the other day at work about how, you know, my coworker, the one I was talking about last time, is like thoroughly convinced that being like into like sex plays no role in a successful relationship like she is thoroughly Lies. convinced she is thoroughly convinced that her and her husband are going to have this long withstanding marriage and they literally do not have a sex life and literally all 10 of us other girls are looking at her like you're literally out of your mind and you know however many years down the road when you tell us Cameron's leaving me we're not going to be shocked. And she literally, you cannot tell her any different. It's like ignorance is bliss with her. Like she does not see it. And I was like, this would be a great, I texted Carla and I was like, I think I have a good a topic for the space. I feel like everybody would be able to relate with this, whether you're single, where you're married, whether you're dating, you did date, whatever. I feel like everybody will relate to this. And it's like, how important I don't know if it's like a general thing or if it's it probably is like person to person. It varies. But on what level is sex and the intimacy and the level of intimacy? What role does that play? Like how much of an important thing is that in a relationship for you to have a longstanding, successful relationship with somebody? Where is that? Is that high on the list? Is that low on the list? And I guess it ranges from person to person. But to me, it has to be on the list somewhere. Like this girl I work with, it's not even on the list, which is crazy to me. But I feel like it has to be somewhere on there for you to have like, I don't feel like people stay together and are celebrating 60 year wedding anniversaries. And they're like, yeah, no, we never slept together. And it was great. I just don't feel like that's like, makes any sense. That's not like legitimate to me. So I thought it would be like a cool topic to talk about. So go ahead, Wu. Break that question down into like two sentences real quick. My fault. I've been drinking a little bit. Break oh my down. God, Wu. Okay, so basically... Break, break it down in like two sentences. Okay. <laughs> to, to dumb it down. Shut up, bro. How important is sex or intimacy? Okay, I got it. I got it. In a okay, relationship. Sex, sex is third, right? To me, it's... um. Number one is honesty, right? Like, like, like me, like uh, Wu. I actually go by Wu in real life, believe it or not. But Wu um, is like, you know, just keep it real all the time, right? And I think number two is loyalty. I think loyalty and respect are number one and two. And once you have that loyalty, you respect. You know, the fucking is uh third. You know what I mean? Um, but I can't. I can't. I can't, you know, commit to nobody that I don't have respect for or feel like I owe allegiance of uh, loyalty to. Sorry, I am so drunk and high. Um, but, yeah, yeah, loyalty, respect, and then the fucking, you know what I mean? That, like, the fucking ain't, like, everything, but that, that, that's, that's the cherry on top. But that's not even where I wanted to get at. I wanted to get into the details of sex. So I'm going to wait until y'all get to that point before I, um, you know, speak my piece. But 
But to me, respect, loyalty, or excuse me, honesty, loyalty, and then sex. Sex is third. Okay, so how about this, Wu? You had a girl, right, that you're dating. She checks all the boxes. She's she's beautiful. She's loyal. Great conversation. Respect. She's honest. Whatever. Hits it off with your families. Your kids like her. But you guys don't have a significant physical relationship with each other. You sleep together, but maybe it's not this overwhelming... Like feeling sexual feeling connection, right? But she checks you know, all the other boxes. Okay. Are you staying or are you going? You know what? I personally would do and have done in the past. Man, this is gonna sound so bad. I would I, w- I would try to holler at her friends and you know all that. You know, I- I'm just a nasty ass motherfucker. I just like run through crews. You know what I mean? So I, I- you know, like <laughs> ALs. You don't want me. So I'm going to holler at her friend. She's taking too long. I'm going to holler at her friend. Hey, there was a time, right, in 2007 and 2008, and I remember this because the Giants had won the Super Bowl. I had two girls from the same crew pregnant at the same time. So I got, I got, yeah, man, I got four baby mamas. So it's like, 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 I, there was a time, there was a time where I was just like fucking for sport. You know what I mean? Just like, yo, oh, I've smashed you know, ooh and ooh and ooh and ooh. You know what I mean? So, me, you know, I'm the, I'm the wrong person to ask that, you know, relationship and sex-wise, because I don't, you know, you know, put those two things in the same category. I don't think relationships and sex um, is like a, you know, necessarily like a, a coinciding thing. What do you mean? But, um, and- no, I feel like I can. I feel like I can just like I'm a one night stand type of dude, or just like a fuck friend. I mean, Man, shut up, bro. I, I'm, I'm a fuck buddy type of dude. Out of that, like, oh, there's gonna come a point time. I try, and I, hey, hey, listen, skills, skill, no skills. I, I, I've tried. I've been married several, a couple of times, and and it, it's just not for me, you know. And it, it came to a point where I was like, you know what? You know, I should be honest with these women and just be like, you know what? There's a good chance I'm going to cheat on you at some point. You know what I mean? it, Sorry. No, on, and you're laughing, but it's like, honest to God. No, like, I respect that. You I, know, I was on mute. My bad. No, I, I, I tell, <laughs> shut up, man. I tell every woman I date to this day, like the last two, three years, like I cannot put myself in a box and commit myself to you because I will cheat, you know, if, if, if the next pretty thing comes along. I'm going to cheat. And, and, and honest to God, honest to God, like I'm going to get down to biology. I don't think men were meant to be with one woman. I think that's just some forced ass bullshit. All right, bro, I don't think bro, that. Bro. I, I think that's. Hey, hey, hey. Shush, shush. <laughs> I think that's some. Oh, no. I, you know what? You're a woman. Sorry about this, shush. Sorry about that. But um, I don't, I, I don't think, I don't think man was uh like meant to be monogamous. You know, I think we meant to spread our seed. That's why I'd be out here fucking all this. This is some straight you know up I mean? <laughs> No, 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 no. I don't, I don't, I don't think. No, no. So you, you tell it. You, hey, 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 Miss Rouse. Let me ask Miss Rouse. Let me ask Miss Rouse a question. Yeah. Let me ask Miss Rouse a question. Right, Miss Rouse. Right. So, so say, say Rouse is out here in Colorado, right, hanging out with Wu, right? 
Yeah. I saw my hag. I saw my hag just walk in the bar, right? Titties all out and shit. And she's like, Rouse, that's fuck. He's supposed to be like, nah, I'm with Miss Rouse. Nah, come on, man. That ain't natural. You know that shit ain't natural. You know that shit ain't natural. You know what I mean? You know that shit ain't natural. And all these men in here is laughing because they know that's the truth. Whoa. I'm hey, hey, yo, hey, hey, Pastor, Pastor Claudio. Claudio, Claudio, you tell me right now if you was Claudio, if you was married right now, right? I don't know if he married, right? You telling me um uh if Hadley Berry is like Claudio, man, just come in the bathroom with me right quick. Let's do this. You'd be like, nah, I'm married, bro. I'm married. I can't fuck with you, Hadley. Come on, man. That's some dumbass shit. And that ain't how it was supposed to be. We men, we supposed to spread our seed, and that's life. That's that's the honest to God truth, and y'all all know that shit. Monogamy is not natural. Monogamy is not biological. Now, I answer that. No, no, no. I answer that shit for him. I answer that shit, and then we're gonna go to Ben because he got a hand up. Then we're gonna go to Chris. Um, I say this. I say this. <clears throat> um, yeah, I, it took me an adjustment because, like I said, I was out here. Therapist gave me the green light. I was, I was an there. adjustment. And you shouldn't have to adjust as a human being, homie. You yeah, breathe no, air. You breathe air, and we're supposed to spread Ooh, seed. That's the same shit. I, uh, you're not going to give me trouble. I'm not doing this. <laughs> but um, listen to what I'm saying, though. I would say this. I told Lauren, I said, look, I was just, like she said the last phase. We went to Lake George. I put all my cards on the table. I said, I've been single for almost two and a half years. Um, I said, you know, when I had my, um, my, my when I was with my daughter's uh, mom, while I was with for nine years, sex just went to the wayside after a while. I'm working a lot. She's holding down the house, but, you know, she kind of, like, lagged in that department or whatever, and we were just beefing. So I had, no, um, and I'm honest, and y'all family, I'm going to go fuck that judgment. But at that time, I had an affair, right? I didn't want to do that first, and I was younger. I was, like, 27 or something like that, 27, 28. You, you hit a run. And I had, hold on, no, real shit, but hold on. I, I say this because... I had an affair. Uh, my friends obviously knew about it. They actually was like, chill. It was like two of them say chill. The other six was like, do it, because they know she sucked. But um, neither here there. Had my affair, and I, I stopped. I said, yo, I want to give my family a try. Went back, because we get that whole, like, hold on now, nigga. All right. So I went home and tried to fix things. Then she was she had the behavior like, okay, I'm going to try and she tried for a whole week, and then the week number two, and then she went back to old behavior. So I went back to the same person. I told Lauren straight up that the affair showed me how I was supposed to get treated as a man. Because when you're in a relationship for so long, and, and I don't know why I'm talking up to being young and, and, and like inexperienced, because I was her first, and I dated maybe like two people, like two or three people seriously before I, I was with my daughter's mom. But um, it's like. Like I said, it sucked went to the wayside, and I did my thing. So now, so to the current day, I Lauren said some real shit to me. I said to her, I said, "I'm proud of myself." She said, "Why?" I said, "I said, yeah, I think about you know fucking someone like Halle Berry, bust out laughing." But um, I was like, "Yo, I ain't cheat. I don't think about cheating." And I had women, of course, hit on me and shit like that. But me and Lauren kind of have, have like a different type of relationship. We look at females together. And we're like, we, we could not cut down, shake it, we could not cut down. That's the type of relationship we have. So I don't have to highlight, hey, I want that girl bad. I'll tell her, like, yo, this girl got fat ass. 
You know what I'm saying? Else, come on. But, nah, listen. No, she she appreciates the female body. So if I don't don't tell her things like this, it gets kind of boring. But that's just our relationship. But I told her straight up. I'm glad I don't I haven't cheated on you. You know what I'm saying? Because in the past I was a, I was a bad guy, good guy turned bad. And she told me straight up. She said <laughs> it'll be it'll be a it'll be bad. I'm paraphrasing. It'll be bad business for you to cheat on me. <laughs> that is what I said. It's saying to your kids. It's saying to your mama. Cause my mama don't like nobody. So my mother. She doesn't look like she kills. My mother. My, no, my mother no joke. So you know, my mother pretty much gave Lauren her, her blessing. You know, you know, before we um about to get married in October of next year, um, she said you got a lot to lose, and she's right. I got a woman who's beautiful, who has a great job, make great money. Um, don't depend on me financially. We put our finances together. You know, do what we do. Um, you know what I'm saying, and not had and don't have low self esteem because she went to therapy herself, and therapy really you know helped her out to get to where she's at now. And you know, yeah, I have women that try to hit on me, especially at the job, and I have to think about it sometimes like, yo, if I even thought about remotely cheating, and for that little twenty percent, or just being a fucking dude, right? Like I'm giving up. A lot, especially my family. And then what? I, as a man, you guys. Well, as a mature man, you gotta think about like, what's that gonna go do to everything? And I have an amazing question. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Say okay. Um, no, I'm not even gonna use you and Miss Rouse for an example. But yo, say, yo, who's B? Say, that is quite okay. B, okay, B, B and Whitey, right? Yeah, B, B, B. The Eagles Whitey. lost because the field was slippery, right? B, right? And, uh, okay, B and B's mar- is B married? No, he's an eligible bachelor that's on Tinder right now. Oh, okay. Okay, B, na- okay, B nasty like me. All right, B, so B has the right state of mind. So if B, if B was married, right? And, and um, no, no, actually, I need to use you, Rouse, and you, you and your wife, all right? Say, 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 you. Say, 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 no, 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 no. Say you on saying you and Miss Rouse was at um the bar, right? Yeah. And motherfucking uh, you know, Vivica Fox in her prime. I'm talking about like '96. Mm, Vivica yeah. Fox came through that motherfucking like. Yeah. Yo, Rouse, yo, 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 take me down in the bathroom right now. I feel like your wife should be like, you know what? That's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Go in the bathroom. Oh, she knows. Uh, Vivica oh, Fox and. And and hold on though, but I think that's a natural thing to do because that's what that's what that that's what that that's just biology, man. We we supposed to bust nuts. Why do you think they give us so many nuts? How many nuts have we wasted, bros? How many nuts have you wasted in your paw versus in some pussy, homie? You know what I mean? Uh, so so we just wow. we just we just out here wasting nuts. You know what I mean? It's for biological purposes, man. We supposed to be fucking these. Chicks, man, we supposed to be sitting there jerking off, you know. Yo, Yo, I'm just, I'm just being honest. <laughs> Yo, woo, woo, start using like, Yo, you chilling in the club and a regular chick comes walking in and she goes, Yo, you want to go into the bathroom? You keep okay, my fault. Not, not Rails and Miss Rails. You're right, you're right. I'm like Halle Berry and all that. Yo, <laughs> yo, I'm gonna answer this motherfucker, but again, then we're gonna go to you, then we're gonna go to Chris, then we're gonna go to Ray. 
Um, I just don't think it's natural, homie. Now, I don't think it's. I, 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 no, 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 no. This shouldn't be an, ex an exception just because she's a celebrity. It's because she's a human being that you're attracted to and that oh, you want to. Like you know what I mean? Celebrity exactly. And, you just oh, want to oh. fuck. And oh. I think as a man, and I think, hey, our dicks are shaped like, like my dick anyway. My dick got a head on that motherfucker. It looked like it's ready to go. <laughs> My my dick got a head like it's ready to go in some shit, right? Yeah, so my dick is like my dick. My dick ain't flat on the top. My dick like you know is round, ready to go in some shit. I was born like that, nigga. I need to see my dick in some women, and that's how it's supposed to be. And y'all sitting there trying to front force. Oh no, my my dick only going this one chick. That's some bullshit, homie. But anyway, <laughs> yo, we gonna start a GoFundMe. Everybody in here. To get Woo some Jesus? D donate at least ten, fifteen dollars. We're gonna get him one of them toys. That's you on Instagram. Um, Man, I got all the I got all the toy. I got that joint on Instagram with the you know, got the little slurpee joint on it. I got all that shit. You know what I mean? I'm nasty as fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'm just saying, like naturally, men are not supposed to be like, oh, you know what? For the next eighty years, I'm just fucking this one hole but the for the rest but of my on, life. That's some dumbass shit. Hold on, and that's a lie. Hold on, let me defend. That's a Jehovah's Witness. Hold on, hold on. Let me uh. defend the ladies. Let me defend the ladies. What if? Let me ask, post question to you, and then we're gonna go straight to you. That's different, nigga. That's different. They get penetrated. It's different. Oh Jesus! Listen, listen. What if you have a woman, right? Great. In the streets, great in the sheets. She keeps everything spicy. You're never bored. You never feel like you're not wanted. You know. Oh, babe, you're talking about me you too much. For. Do everything that you ask shit. for. Hey, that Play shit lasts for two unicorn. years, bros. It lasts for two years. But she's a unicorn. And you gonna fuck that up for some pizza ass you don't know? Yep, Christoph Porzingis, I'm trading for some new pussy. Yep, you God, got it. Man, ladies, I don't know who's damaged. I don't know. We need Yana save my life in this. And Jay's lasagna, DM me, baby. Ah, Jesus Christ. Oh God. Let's go to Ben. Let's go to Ben. He can't be saved. <laughs> Let's go, Ben. Yeah. Yo, Wu, I, I, I love you. I love you, brother. Um, <laughs> man. Uh, this just two points, and it's more uh, not not to the men point of view, just more like the question to the women that are on here. All right, so first of all, just as a young guy, I, I have um, different intention of things. Um, I did have it. How old are you, nigga? I'm a rookie at it. I only had it like twice. Um, like so I I'm still learning. I'm still learning. Oh hell no! I can't have this combo. I ain't trying to get locked up. What the fuck? Oh my god, Woo! <laughs> let him talk. <laughs> I, I I'm still I'm still um just a rookie at all this um. I feel like Chris you don't get you don't it's 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 college and whatever. I'm not going to get into specifics uh because I don't like sharing that part. Um, but it's just a question. When I was in high school, um, when I was 17, I was actually um dating this girl and whatever. And she always had this thing about me always wanting sex, me always wanted having this and that and that, whatever. So she kind of, well, it's not the reason why we broke up, um, but part of the reason. So I wanted to ask your points of view, like down deep of what do you think of men and what they actually want? Because they, they give you just the straight answer. Yes, they want it. 
but I never understood. You want to fuck? That's like, it. We we want it, and but like, do you want like? I can't really, <laughs> I can't really like. Uh, no, we don't want commitment. I, I like. What do you guys think of it? I know Wu is going crazy with all this. Um, that's that's just I'm being thing. honest. <laughs> no, no, you're right about that. And stuff. every no, man I mean, in this place honest, feels look, the same exact way. No, Wu, because here's the thing. I I, I don't agree of what you say, but I do agree on some points. Mm-hmm. Let's say if I'm walking down the street in New York, whatever, you see a hot chick passing by, but then you have a girlfriend, then you're going to be like, oh, man, she has a great ass, great that. So, like, you're going to think about it and think, like, oh, like, like should I hit it up? But then, no, because you don't want to cheat. So I don't agree, like, that point, but I get what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. But it's just more a question to the woman of what you guys actually think. Because you're not thinking about this all the time. Well, I think that when you date somebody, you have to find somebody who's kind of compatible with your level of what you're looking for. Like Terrell talked about how he was with his ex and they weren't compatible in that sense. He had expectations that he wanted to be met as far as when they were or were not having sex. And she was not on that same level. And it's nothing to say, like, sometimes it's just as simple as like, it's just not compatible you know what i mean there's some people who enjoy sex like to like to have sex a lot and it's more than just sex it's more of like the intimate connection and then there's some people who don't find it as necessary i think you have to just find somebody who can meet what you're looking for and vice versa you know what i mean like you have to find somebody that is kind of compatible and if they're not compatible somebody who's willing to work on a compromise with you you know what i mean like i don't think every people that have ever dated or been married in world's history have been on point 100 with sexual compatibility but i think the well, difference is he- taking the time to work on it Miss Rouse, do you think uh, monogamy is uh, biologically natural? I think that instinctually it's different for men and women. I think men instinctually have this kind of like um, almost like predatory kind of aspect to them. But I think there's a certain thing that takes over that I don't want to say like dumbs it down, but makes that less of a primary instinct when you have somebody that um, you do kind of check all the boxes with. I think when you meet the person that makes you want to be a one woman man, you, you are capable of that. But until that point, I feel like it is an instinctual thing to kind of want to sow your oats kind of a thing okay may i ask one more question um do you think um it is man this sounds like so sexist but do you think it's more uh immoral for a woman to cheat on a man than it is for a man to cheat on a woman just because and let me elaborate Mm -hmm. because that woman has to lay down open her legs and be penetrated like us men we just out there, like, oh fuck it. We throw it in there, fuck it. You know what I mean? So do you feel like it's like you know different when a woman does it? Because I do personally, and it's probably not right for me to feel though 
that way, but I'm just being 100% honest. I think guys think of it differently. I think if you asked a woman, they think cheating is the same across the board. I think guys have this thing what, with like, well, you're being fucked. Or like Terrell has this thing with blowjobs. Like, yes, thinks, yes. If you put someone's joint yes, in your mouth behind yes. my back, and like, yes. yo, I'd and rather I, have you I fuck a motherfucker. I don't think I can understand it as a woman because I don't have a dick. So, like, whoa, whoa, I don't whoa. get it. I think you need but, to explain that part about me uh, one blowjobs all the time. Because I, I, I am. I am. I'm, I'm going to say. Damn, so, Terrell Ter- Ter- has this feeling that, like, if you are in a relationship and you suck another guy's dick, that is worse than having sex with him. Absolutely. Thank and Terrell you. is I so right. Terrell is so fucking right. That's just like, Thank you know you. what? I didn't, you know what? I, you know, I, I took a girl out. I took a girl out with it for a drink. I didn't, I didn't, you know, we didn't have sex, but I ate her ass. You know, that's the same shit. You know what I mean? That's just like, <laughs> but oh, I just ate her pussy. Oh, I ate her pussy. Same shit. You know what I mean? No, no, no. Just, just going out with a girl and like, just eating some pussy. That's just some foul ass shit. But I don't know. I can understand. I can. I get what he's saying because the whole act of that, it's not just sex. Because it's more it, of like you're, a... you're, ple- you're pleasuring that person yes. and not getting right. any pleasure right. out of it. And you know what I mean? It, it sounds. It, it's going to sound very, very weird. Or whatever, how you take it. So I apologize. For oh. So I told her, you on point rule. I told you, you suck another man's dick in your relationship with me. Like, no. And then you, if you fuck somebody else, we could probably talk about it after I put you in, in like, quote unquote, the doghouse. Are oh, you bugging? You suck another dude's dick. It's kind of since it's like he has ownership of you now. And ladies, I know all dudes. Hey, 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 Here's another thing, Rose. Like, just for a girl just to suck a dude's dick and not fuck him, she's really got to be attracted to that man. Like, man, I just want to suck him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you don't True. go in tomorrow, oh, I'm going to cheat on this dude because he pissed me off and I'm just going to suck a dude's dick. No. That's a whole thought process. I'm going to go downtown. Yeah. No, I agree with you, though. I hear what you're saying. I get it. It's It's like a very kind of, like, predatory act. So I get it. Like that that I could see how that would be in a lady. Yeah. Just just to let you know. You ever had an argument with your man? It's devastating the thought. The thought of her giving oh my god. And you might either gonna be beat on or you're gonna be oh the dude's gonna be in the first forty eight or something. That's like the dagger. That's the dagger of all daggers. You can't don't like even when you're mad. You want the best relationship? You just want to get back with him? Just never. Um, hey, real. Hey, real. Hey, real. Say, hey, real. Say, uh, me and MJ was married, hey, can right? I, can I, can I, hey, real. Hey, real. Say, say, me and MJ was married, oh, and I and I was like, oh hell to the no. Oh no, 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 no. I'm just like hypothetical. Say, me and MJ was married, MJ. right? Mrs. Wu. Hey, I love you, MJ. MJ ever, not even hypothetically. Okay, okay. Say, say I'm married to um. Can I just jump uh, in? Say, say I'm married to Teresa, right? Wu goes on his on another fucking thirty minute long tangent. All right. So, okay, so I I I understand what Wu's trying to say. Like he's trying to say it's natural and all this shit and whatever. I need to say some stuff because, like, one, 
your entire premise Wu, is based on that women's only purpose is to is to have babies and that it's like yeah, men are supposed to spread their seed and women's uh, role is just to have babies like you do understand women have sex for pleasure right like they also do that and yes and, we do and, amen yeah and, and the other thing too is like you want to say it's like oh it's it's natural it's like it's like you know healthy and shit like that and you know you breathe air you drink water whatever okay that's all well and good but how many women get pleasure wait, out of sex? You've had like an hour. Just, just give. Let me, let me go. I got so you. Go ahead. My fault. My fault. My fault. Go ahead. So you can't go and just eat whatever you want all the fucking time. Like, like if, you, if, if people die of of sugar overdose all the time, it's like the number one killer of non-white people in the country is just mm-hmm. like too much fucking sugar, eating too much corn, eating too much bread, eating too much of anything. It, it just, it kills you. And, like, to answer the actual... Chris? It really depends on... It really depends on where you are in life. Alright, like, like, I, my wife is incredibly beautiful. She is a unicorn. She does, she does everything that, that, she does more than I, I could ever ask for. Like, like I'll, I'll give you guys an example. For the playoffs, this whole playoff runs for the Kings. She was ju- she just told me, "Hey, you know what? You go stay out as late as you want. I'll take care of the baby. Go because I went there like two hours before, so I could just like go and hang out and check out all the cool shit that was outside and stuff like that." She was just like, "Just go spend go spend the day. Go go to the, go to Golden One Center. Go hang out with your friends." Go to the playoffs every single home game. Go and enjoy yourself. You don't have to think about. Don't think about us. Don't think about the kid. I'll take care of everything. Like this woman, like I would kill every single person in this room and bury you in a shallow ditch for this woman. Okay, like I love that. she, she is perfect. I would never do anything to hurt her. I would never cheat on her. I never, it doesn't matter who the fuck it is. Like, like I don't. I, don't I envy that. I want that but feeling. That's, I, that's want that. I, mean, say, I want that. I want that. That's so what bad. I'm trying to say, though. Is this this idea that 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 women are supposed to just be there to like receive like come so they could have a baby one is yeah. extremely no sexist. no that wasn't that wasn't my point but that was that, that, that that's kind of point. far from my point I, I but I get what you're saying but, but that wasn't my the, point I feel you the, the but but the thing is is you can't like whatever it is that you're searching for for your personal healing. If you think that's what it is, then that's what you think it is, right? And that's fine. Like, like I'm not, I'm no one's here to be your therapist or anything. But, but like that fulfillment of being with one person that like truly loves you and truly has like they have your fucking back. Like that, that is that, that ride or die, like fight to the last bullet type of person. That's real faith. That's real that, faith. Not religion. That's real that, faith right there. I love that. That is worth more than than any random side chick you will ever have and on top of that i love it on top of that like like it's it's just not worth it dude like it's like like yes i could go into the bank and just reach over the counter and take the cash i could go and do all this other stuff but is it worth it no like there's a lot of stuff that you could just do but it's probably not worth doing 
Like, yeah, if some random... It sounds, person, like, it sounds like you have a lot to lose, though, Chris. I don't have nothing to lose. You have a lot right, to lose. So, so whatever... Like, and I envy what you have. I want what you have. But, but what I'm trying to say Wu, is, like, it, it's not... It's not something that happens to you, right? It's not you don't just happen upon someone like, 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 look, someone like Mrs. Rells. That's not someone that you just go out and try to game on and get it right. Like, like Rells, he did his work. He put his nose. Rells, Rells put his nose. To the, he put his nose into the book. He started grinding, and and when that person walks by, the all she cares about is a genuine moment and then you just pray that the rest works out because that's all that really matters right like just a genuine gesture like a hello my name is this i'm just you know what who what's your name like, that kind of person is not like oh some random hoe that you're just gonna like go in some side chick that's just like hey let's go fuck no that that's not it doesn't happen to you man like it's something that you have to do like you have to do first first i so appreciate your um Yo, I appreciate your point of view, and I envy that that passion and that 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 experience that you, that you've had personally. Yeah, and, and you know what I mean. And, and and but 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 me, like like it's different with everybody. You know what I mean? Like like I've had bad experiences with uh, women. I see my I see my mother treated bad. But, but you know what I mean? But, I, I, I you know I've learned how to treat women like a certain way. Sure. You know, and just because of experience. So it's different for everybody, you I, know what I mean? And I understand that, but and I get that, but it all starts with you. Like, you you can't affect anything else around you except for yourself. And and you keep saying this, right. like, but you keep saying this, like, oh, well, you know, like, the, the women get penetrated, or the women are the ones who, t- who, who, who get, uh, you know, they're the ones who have to accept, like, this and whatever. The thing is, is, like... I agree. The, the thing is, is every time you just mess around with some side chick, you're giving yourself away every single time. It, it, they're not there. You're giving yourself away. Like, it doesn't matter what women do, man. Like, the, women are going to be women, man. The, it, it all goes back to, it all, it all goes back, but you're the one running around giving yourself away. And that you're giving, literally and figuratively giving yourself away to to to, like, random side chicks. And that is the pain that hurts you more than it'll ever hurt them. I promise you. You're absolutely. You're absolutely. I, mean, right. I think we'll got commitment. But no, 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 no. My thing is, my thing is like, I just, I have a trust issues. You know what I mean? Because I, I used to mess with like married women. You know, I used to mess with married women. I've had women cheat on me with like family members and shit like that. So it's like, well, okay. you know, so it's like doggy. It's like doggy dog. So it, I just learned that, like when I was like real young. Okay, you know I mean, like you know, I'm let, me put, let me put you it. Know, because, let me put it this way for you. Um, let me put it this for you. Um, All right, let me put yeah. it this way for you. you. No, I appreciate this conversation. Wait, I know, but let me let me put it this way. You are a Knicks fan. You know what the Knicks franchise has been like. All players mm-hmm. who have gone to the Knicks franchise, they are they know what it's like because it is a bad time. That that mm-hmm. you you are like the Knicks franchise. You're a player who has gone to the Knicks franchise. All you've known you is saying Knicks I'm a you saying I'm a ran over motherfucking mm-hmm. has been franchise. Nigga? Come on, 
I don't know. I think you're a player. I'm the Lakers. I'm the Lakers, nigga. Come on, no, listen, listen, all the You are you are a player that was that was drafted into the Knicks, right? Okay, yeah, I got you. I got you. you know, I get your energy. All you know is this like chaos, uncertainty, mm. instability. You gotta get you yourself, lean on it. You gotta get yourself traded to a franchise Absolutely. like a, a winning franchise like the Kings is right now, right? Where you got where you got Mike Brown. Yeah. I'm gonna let Chris in. Chris is spitting game right now. No, Chris is honest to God spitting game, right? Fuck the woo shit, right? I'm a West Indian man. My my family's from Montserrat in the Caribbean, right? Right. And woo is, or excuse me, myself, I am. You know, I got out of a relationship about two years ago. You know, I got caught cheating and all that shit. And that shit really, really fucked me up. And I felt like at the time, like, damn, you know, how did she have the nerve just to leave me when I, like, paid all the mortgages and, like, paid all the car bills and all that? You know, she owned me. But deep down inside, I didn't understand and, like, broke her heart and all this shit. So, like, I'm in, like, two years. It's been two years. So, like, now I'm starting to learn this shit. I'm, like, sitting back thinking, like, damn. So I just think it's just like men are like mentally retarded when it comes to like women. We're like we're like two years. We find out shit two years behind women. We're like, oh shit, damn. She said that shit back in twenty twenty one. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? We're just like we just like like me personally. I'm mad slow because I think in the moment. You know what I mean? That's fine. That's fine. But the thing is, is now's your time to ask for a trade. To get to a winning franchise with a coach of the year, executive of the year. All right, all right. <laughs> all right, all right. Man, shut up, nigga. I ain't trying to fuck RJ Barrett. I ain't trying to fuck RJ Barrett. I want to fuck Luka Doncic. My point is, my point is, my point is, you have you can affect yourself. And you can like that person that hurt you. That's not everybody, man. Like, like you can go. Dude, I, go to, I go to therapy twice a week, man. Trust me, I know this shit. Okay. Right, like, so like, like, I think, but yeah. Let me let me finish this real quick. Let me finish. So to to answer the question, sex is important, but I think at a, after a certain while, it starts taking a backseat to other things. Like, like, mm-hmm. look, my, my wife and I just had our first baby. Right. And, and, and she didn't have any complications. Like it only took her like a couple weeks to get back and she wanted to have sex again and stuff like that. And I, and it was great. Like I, I'm obviously like, I missed it. She's like, she's like the, the woman of my fucking dreams and I missed it and stuff. But dude, as like, we have a kid, like there's so much more stuff that's important to me now. It's like, Hey, who's going to take care of the kid? Like, is she going to, like can she can she like you know give this child love can she do these things are she is she like treating him right is she like on the same you know page as me as like raising him like all this stuff starts to crop up and it just depends on where you are in the relationship like like it doesn't matter but man like like it stops mattering as much when when you get a little older like you stop caring as much because when you get to like your when you're like 30 you're gonna start thinking about like what is your future gonna be like like is this sta- is it stable to always just like want to have sex all the time and it's like I'm it's like 44. I, I ain't gonna hold you Chris I say this to you how old are you Chris 37 oh okay so you're not too far from me let me say something to you right you just had your your, your first kid shout out to you mm-hmm. and wifey yeah um, congratulations I, I, I promise you 
with all my heart and soul. Hey, hey, I, I, I got I one thing. For a lot, hold on, Ooh. hold on. I got to ask you for a lot of us. When your kid turns, mm, let's say shits and giggles between seven and 16. Mm-hmm. You're, I promise you, all my heart and soul, you ain't going to give a fuck about what that kid feel thing. You gonna want to try to get it in? <laughs> you gonna go in the bathroom? You wanna put fucking fucking what's that? The Blues Clues or whatever for a Phoebe or whatever Peppa Pig on the TV? You wanna go do your thing? I promise you, she's not gonna say, "Oh yeah, let's think about the kid." She's gonna want that dick. And Chris, <laughs> you better give the fuck dick. down. You better tell her. You better fucking tell her. Let's plan our future. Always say she ain't gonna want to hear about none of That's that. That's so true. She, now she can have sex. Don't listen. I know you're a Kings fan, so you guys are just not used to this shit. I need you to be a winner. I need you to listen. I need, I just need you to be spontaneous when a kid just lay down for a nap. You go in the fucking kitchen. She's in there cooking. You smack her ass. You rub her ass, and you bend her over. That's what they want, Chris. And that's a man. <laughs> what do we? What do we tell the kids? Babe, babe, what do we tell the kids? We tell the kids. Hold on, we just have to have a, a mom and dad conversation. We'll be right back. That motherfucker's nasty. Ew, nasty. And they knock on the door. Like, wait, wait, wait. We, we, we almost done. Put our clothes on. Charles tells them, listen, I got to talk to mommy real quick. I'll be right back, okay? Color. Color in it. I totally agree with that. I'm talking about, like, right now as an infant. Like, that shit. It doesn't matter right now. Like, like he's yeah. an infant. He can't no, take I, care of himself. I hear, what you're, I you know hear what, what you're saying, Chris. Yeah, no, I hear I what you're saying. saying. But you still got to give her some what she wants it, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, Babe. dude. I bought... Hey, hey. Look, I bought I bought my wife a, a house in California, all right? Like, like that's the dedication I got to this woman. Yeah, like, about taxes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll, hey, hey. I got to... I got to... I got to... I got to go be somebody's father real quick. Um, <laughs> so I got to... I gotta uh, get some shout outs real quick before I go be a father. Like a father? Um, I wanted to say, like. Wait, wait, Forget what? What kind of father are you talking about? Forget it. Oh, I'm a great father. My, my a, children. That was right? my child. I was, talk, oh, I was talking no, about, like. A, no, we thought you saw something there. Yeah, oh, no, 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 no. My, like, my daughter. My daughter, Maya. My daughter, Maya, is here in about um, nine minutes. She'll be here at 8 30 months. Oh, okay, okay. So okay. I just wanted to say some things because I don't get on the mic very often. I want to say what up to a couple of people. I see some people down there. First and foremost, Miss Teresa. Man, respecting Miss Teresa. That's like that's like the mama on Nick's Twitter. I love her. She's super duper special to me in my heart. And uh, I appreciate uh Miss Teresa. Um 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 Rails, I ninety five bully, Mark Swift, motherfucking uh Nick's Homer. All y'all motherfuckers, man. Uh, John, John, John Acevedo. This nigga right here got a big ass head like me. You know what I mean? Light skin, light skin, big head ass nigga, and he just be all on my shit. I'm just like, man, fuck this nigga, but he's cool. Uh, uh, uh Queen P. That's like the Mary J. Blige of fucking Nick's Twitter, yeah. and I have so much, I have so much respect for her. Every time I hear her voice. I'm like, let me straighten my shoulders up and listen to this this black woman right here, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh, 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 B, 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 you my man, but you be on some bullshit when it come with the Eagles talking about they lost because of the field, right? <laughs> uh, 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 um, 
Um, Miss Rouse, Miss Rouse, you're a beautiful woman. You got a good man. He steals a little too much. Yeah, we're working he's, on he's it. A he's a really, really good man. And I, and I wish you guys the best. Um, scales, I'm going to, you know, scales, I try to I try to slide in God, scales DMs a couple of times. <laughs> like, hey, what's up, shorty? And she's like, nigga, get the fuck out of here. But I, re I, I appreciate the fuck out of that. Um, <laughs> and I appreciate the fuck out of that. She's like, nigga, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, uh, 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 um, smooth, smooth, smooth is my motherfucking man. Smooth don't know it, but I admire the fuck out of smooth. I admire his hustle. I admire his uh spirit, his positivity. I love smooth so much. And then, um, and then, uh, who was the last one? Hold on, I'm looking at the motherfucker. Oh, last and uh, or, or 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 last but not least, my favorite. Motherfucker on Twitter is motherfucking Rayology. Rayology is my fucking man. I have epilepsy, right? So I have seizures on a regular basis, and mm -hmm. and Rayology goes through his shit, right? You know, when his his MS and all that. So me me and Rayology being a DMs and we get at each other, you know, checking on each other and shit like that. And the thing that brought me and Ray Rayology together was Nick. So I appreciate like. Like all that shit. And I'm a call like like I grew up in New York, right? Uh, I'm I'm a Bronx man, right? I'm from Highbridge, one sixty third, right? And and one sixty third in Trinity, and uh and uh, you know I just appreciate, you know I discovered Nick's Twitter like two years ago, and I appreciate the fact that I can, you know, sit back and talk Nick's with people that actually know the Nick's now here in Colorado. I'd be like, yo, Julius Renner. Like, Julius who? Like, nigga? You know, it just feels good to have, like, an outlet. You know what I mean? So I just want to give some of y'all some love. And um, I appreciate y'all, man. Um, make sure. Um, hold on. I'm trying to look down at my shit. Um, Pastor Claudio. Did I get him? Pastor Claudio is nasty as fuck. He'll DM me about some porn. Oh um, God, boo! All right, you, you had me. me. Anyway, let me get out of here. Ah, uh, thank you, boo. We, we love you, boo. We love you. Thank you for coming. We got. Thank you, boo. Shout out! Hey, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. And shout out to all my prison felon ass motherfuckers, man. I did time in the cage. Almost five years, man, and it like made the best human being out of me. I'm a better parent because of it. I'm a terrible fucking boyfriend and husband, but I'm a fantastic parent, and and I take care of my mother and my father. You know what I mean? So I, so you know all my prison motherfuckers out there, man. Just just stay strong and like try to make the best out of yourself. That's I'm a, out of here. That's a fact. Love you. Appreciate we don't really be out here talking as long as we do. So we appreciate <laughs> it. And you're nothing like. Seriously. Like, you don't know how much I love you. Hey, hey, Rose be stealing. Hey, you know how I knew Rose steals? <laughs> you know how I knew Rose steals, right? Fucking I was like, like mind him, I was minding my business one day, right? And I'm just like, you know, I'm on Pornhub because I'm a nasty ass thing, right? So I'm on Pornhub, right? And I'm my scrolling shit. through the inner I'm scrolling through the interracial section, right? So I'm like, yo, <laughs> you know. And there was nothing. There was nothing new. I was like, man, I've seen all this shit already. All right? Let me let, let me just go out and just like hop on Twitter and just see what's going on. Let me hit up Rails, right? I was like, let me text Rails. I was looking at, and as soon as I text Rails, I looked at my battery, ninety five percent, right? And this is how I knew Rails stole, right? 
I was texting Rels for like two minutes and I looked at my battery. My shit was on like 12%. I'm like, this nigga that stole all my battery percentage. This stealing ass nigga. He steals from Twitter. How the fuck you steal my goddamn percentage? You stealing ass nigga. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck you. Stealing ass nigga. Oh, we're 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 working on it, Woo. We're working on it. He's trying. Man, he just steals too much. He just like steals like all day. Just steal. I well, I used to... I used to have to take my purse to bed with me now, but now I can leave it in the kitchen. <laughs> so we're getting better. The nigga stole my battery percentage off of Twitter. God damn. I'm sorry. I'll I'll Venmo you. you, Woo. I'll Venmo you. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, I love you. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Keep it moving. We got to let go. Ray talk. He's been we waiting. We got to let Ray talk. Hey, what up? What up, man? How y'all doing? Hey, Ray. What's going on, fam? <laughs> shout out to everybody that's here, man. Um, want to shout out the ladies, man. Um, I think it's dope that y'all doing this and having deeper conversations about shit that we deal with on an everyday basis. Shout out to my guy, Wu, man. <laughs> Funny character. Well, we, we tried to make it a deeper conversation right until Wu got in the room. <laughs> Man, that deep shit is boring as fuck, though. I was about to fall asleep. I'm like, what the fuck? Y'all talking about feelings? I'm like, let's talk about the holes in this, the, the saliva and all, right, all that Wu, shit. Didn't you know Wu, didn't you say you have to go be a father? Yeah, you're right. Okay, nah, all right. He said the saliva. Wu's the type of person, he spits in his mouth. That's like the new thing right now. No, 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 no. I work in a dental office. I would not recommend no, that. Like, no, 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 no. I don't like that. Hey, no, oh, 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 oh. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. That's the one question. I didn't even get to ask my, ask my oh, question. God. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Shush, shush. Hey, Miss Rouse. Miss Rouse, may I ask a question, please? Yes, go okay. ahead. And then okay. it's Ray's turn. Okay, I'm sorry, Ray. Rayology, is yeah, it okay? You, you, you okay. Can, you can, all right. All right. All right. So, so right. Okay. As you guys know, I like to eat my woman's ass, right? Okay. Right. And then I learned, like, a year and a half or so. I well, eighteen months, two years ago. That I, okay. 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 I'm laying on the couch, right? Like with my balls hanging off the side of that motherfucker, right? Okay. Like sitting there, like spread eagle, okay. like my balls hanging off that shit, right? And my girl, my my girl's like licking my balls, all that shit, right? And then she's like licking on it. You know that bridge that goes from your balls to your asshole? What's that shit called? Um, the the geech, right? The gooch, gooch, the gooch, right? And she started licking that motherfucker. I was like, damn, that shit feels good, right? Mm -hmm. And then and then she like got down like in the in my asshole. I'm like, damn. I don't know, man. That shit feel like mad gay. That shit feel mad gay, but like the more she did it, the more shut up, smooth man. Shut up, Rails. Shut the fuck up. I'm trying to tell my story. Alright? But like the more no man, shut man. So y'all fucking it up. She was on the gooch. The geech, the gooch, the geech, right? She's looking on that joint, right? And I'm like, damn, that shit feels good. And I noticed my legs were like way far back. I'm like, why the fuck am I laying on my back with my legs wide the fuck open? That shit's like gay as fuck. Right? So I'm like, you know what? I want her to keep doing that. So I get up and I bend over. I'm like, should I arch my back? Or is that some gay shit? <laughs> so well, my question is, my question is like, is it okay for a nigga to be laying on his back 
getting his ass licked, or um, is it okay for him to be like, you know, like missionary with his like legs back and shit like that? Like, like what's the right way to get your ass licked by your girl? There is no right way. It's I'm out of here. Whatever you like, whatever you're comfortable. It's literally no, I'm whatever at, no, you're no, comfortable no. with. I'm asking the ladies though. Like, do you prefer your man to be missionary, or you prefer him to be arched like a little bitch ass nigga? All right. Well, I can tell you from experience. I've never had a guy spread eagle before, so. So Terrell's sitting there. So Terrell's sitting there with his ass arched up in the air, right? Nasty, you nasty, Rouse. I caught you, nigga. That's what I wanted. I caught you, nasty, nigga. You got your ass in the air, Rouse. You got your ass in the air. Nah, she's talking about me, bro. This is the comedy. This is the comedy we we. Oh my heart hurt, yo. Nah, Yo, this is comedy we needed. Oh, God. Needed Yo. This, man. Go ahead, go ahead, Rialzi. Oh, move. my God. Yeah, listen, the, the premise of tonight's conversation oh, is, is sex, number one. Now, I'm going to go out here. And, um, I don't think it's going out on a limb, but I think it absolutely is number one. Listen, we we have understandings behind, you know, um, the five loving languages, right? Um, for me, physical attraction or physical touch is number one because when you engage with someone, when you go on a date, it's it's literally the first thing that you see, right? Like their face is the first thing you see. Their body is the first thing you see. It's the first thing that is initiated before you even have a conversation and delve into their mind, you know, in an effort to understand, are they pretty? Are they attractive to you? Are, you know, I mean, and I guess, you know, all of that is subjective, you know, from person to person. It's never just one thing where it's just like, well, at least I believe, where it's just someone that's just fucking ugly because I have this weird thing that everybody is for somebody until I realize that there are 8.4 billion people on the planet and women make up like 64% of that. So there is a portion of that where you know, there are going to be some women that don't end up getting married or getting into relationships because they outpopulate, well, at least with men, because they, you know, they outpopulate men like four to one. So, you know, take that for whatever it is. But is sex number one? Sex to me has to be number one. The idea of desire and attraction has to be number one. If you are not attracted to the person you're with, if you don't desire the person you're with, if you don't have a drive and passion for the person you're with, your shit is fucked up. I don't even know how people sort of navigate sexless marriages and shit like that or relationships. And if that's your lane, cool, do your thing. But I just want to make sure that, you know, even for someone like me, when it comes into the space of accountability and responsibility, I make sure I take care of this part because there are women out there who actually desire and want to be desired. And what is more powerful than sex? I mean, you could talk about acts of service and gift giving and words of affirmation, but let me tell you how real love really gets, right? We're all in here a bit self-conscious about us when we take off our clothes and look in the mirror before we go and shower, just to examine you know, you're probably flexing your biceps and, and your chest and, 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 and with the stretch marks and shit that you've had. Like, there is a lot of vulnerability that is in the space of sex. 
which is why I value it the way that I do, because there's nothing more powerful for it for women that are significantly more self-conscious about their physical appearance to stand in front of another man or yes, even another woman and to be accepted on that level. Hey, I got a stretch mark. I got a scratch. I got this. And they want me. That's powerful, man. That's, that's, that's big time stuff. All the other love languages could be performed on anyone else. Acts of service, gifts, words of affirmation, forget the other one, but they can be demonstrated in platonic relationships and friendships and family and all this different stuff. But you're not out here committing incest. Well, in certain parts of the country, and my black ass is not familiar with none of that shit, but I'm just saying, like, there's something powerful about sex where it's been also misused and the way that it's used in the modern day in the world, the way it exists today in relationships. Like, what I can't understand is even in marriages where people get complacent and they don't fucking work at it. You know, like sex is this art that is supposed to be, I don't know, man, it's supposed to be ecstasy. It's supposed to be something bigger and beyond what you and I can even fathom because we're talking about the clitoral, you know, the clit on a woman, right? Like 36% of women find actual, I'm sorry, less than 20% of women actually find stimulation because guys don't really know how to fucking activate the clit. So what are you doing? Like, how are you working your stroke? A lot of guys I see in the gym, you know, they work on their chest, they're working on their arms. Yo, are you doing deadlifts? Are you working on your hips? Because that's the shit that works on you, like helps your stroke. You know what I mean? Like, that's the part where you get to climb up and you get to grind into her, you know, doggy style or whatever the case may be, where her vaginal canal goes downward and you're not just straight shooting that shit trying to create another canal you know, sticking a square peg into a circle hole. Like, that's what I mean when, when I think about sex, I think about fucking art. I think about, you know, the, the experimentation of food and the flavors that you get out of that. Like, it is meant for you to be work. It's meant for you to work on. It's not meant for the, this, you know, oh yeah, I see you naked and we just chilling and, you know, I'm staying on my lap or missionary style or whatnot. Like, it's supposed to be so much more. And I think in this culture now, we don't really focus on actually working on how to find pleasure in each other, both women and men. It's just, you know, whatever the fuck your mama or daddy taught you, whatever the fuck your church taught you, whatever the fuck your friends smoking the split taught you. And it's just like, that's not it. I encourage the men that are in this room right now listening. You need to go read it, uh, read the book or download the audio book, She Comes First by Ian Kessner. Get up on your research, study, and show thyself approved. Don't play around with this part because with all the cheating that is going on in the world that exists right now, listen, you can't be got. You can get got. Like if Halle Berry can be cheated on, if Beyonce, some of the world's prettiest women that we think can be cheated on, like... Do not put it past yourself that you think your shit don't stink. You need to intentionally get into the gym, get into, you know, hygienic practices, get into the mode of, yo, I'm working on my stroke this way. I got to I gotta hit this G spot. I need to understand this position. Like, I need to understand that the prone position is actually the one position that actually helps with hitting the G spot in the woman, right? Like, you need to get scientific with this motherfucker. This is not 
a game. I, I personally take full responsibility and accountability and making sure that I'm on my shit, even as someone that deals with a disability like multiple sclerosis, because it's not about what I've lost, it's about what I have left. And you make use of what the fuck you got. But it's one of those things where sex is so sacred to me, um, just on an emotional and mental level, that I can't bring myself to be anything less than 100% or at least, you know, work toward perfection in the way that I try to please my wife. Like, it has to be done, you know? And yeah, when the premise is, is sex number one, I think it's number one because of the power it holds, the vulnerability that allows two individuals you know, to sort of be in. And it's the most, I don't know, it's just one of those, maybe the way I'm talking is a little bit corny or whatnot to some people. And, you know, there will be some people that disagree, that's totally fine. But just remember, man, everybody is one, you know, I like how in sports, everybody is one injury away from somebody being replaced. Let me let me make this clear. When it comes to relationships and marriages, even for what Mrs. Rowe was talking about with her coworker that's operating in the space of, you know, sexlessness. I, I don't think that's a word, but, you know, I'm just going to use it. <laughs> um, everybody is one step away from being replaced by someone else. Don't get complacent. Like, get up on your shit. Again, research. Get into books. Get into getting toys and all this different stuff. But when it comes to sex, that shit is an art. That shit is fucking sacred. You can't treat that shit like it's regular. Like, fuck all the bullshit of what you were talk, you know, taught when you were younger. We grown folk. You need to get up on it. And trust me, for women, same thing. Don't weaponize this shit. Don't play around with the shit, you know, with your man. You make sure you bring the you bring that shit to him. You show that you want to, you know, desire him and all that stuff, which is what men mostly want. Like we want to feel like we're desired. Otherwise, if we're in a desireless relationship, it'll be up and out. I know I said a lot. And I'm not trying to, you know, ongoing and ongoing and ongoing, but I, too, have a responsibility tonight. And I'm going to take care of my responsibility. I'm just listening for another five minutes because I got five minutes until I got to get ready to go and demonstrate some techniques I learned today. Oh, and shit, And I'm going to make sure that shit hit. Okay, right? I see you. <laughs> I see you. Now, you made great points before we go, Miss Pam. Because I know she was up here before. Let me go smooth. Um, I think you said it was on point. Like, when we, me and Lauren always have our deep conversations, I said the best thing that a man wants, especially a man who works hard, is just to feel wanted. Like, it may sound corny, but it's not. Like, deep, I don't care what men that's in here, we all want to feel wanted. And we want that. If we're going to be open and vulnerable, because it's hard for us to be vulnerable. We want to make sure that you can hold us down emotionally. Once you do that for your man, and you gotta kind of know that that's something that's <clears throat> a, a pact, then you got your man. You really honestly you don't have to worry about anything else because men, just like as women, but men really don't trust. That's why we, sometimes we have a lot of issues, you know, in our community. Yeah, it's crazy because I feel like every time Ray talks in like. Uh, you know like last time he talked in our space this time I feel like me and Ray are literally on the same wavelengths like Ray says the exact things that I would say it's so funny like I agree with every single thing he said every single thing he said I really do (laughs) no I'm I'm gonna keep Terrell 
Yo, squats, squats, fellas, RDL, Bulgarian splits. Get in there. If you stand in front of the kitchen sink and you wash the dishes, like just a couple of motherfuckers, like just one, <laughs> and then you get back up and you do your thing. I'm telling you, all your testosterone is built into the inner parts of your thighs, man. Like, where you fucking you think that shit comes from? Fellas, get squatting. Enough with the, you know, you trying to build a chest. They ain't going to do shit. That's just aesthetically pleasing to a woman, but it don't mean that your dick game's on point. You got to squat. You got to squat. You got to know how to dig in them guts and, and get up all up in that shit and whatnot and, and hit spots where they need to be spit. Listen, a woman's vaginal canal only goes but one way. Okay? <laughs> it goes only one way. Nigga said canal, nigga. Canal. Nigga. Yo, canal. Yo, I'm trying to He's right, you. though. Yeah, yeah he really is. And he right, he right. Hey, What about the asshole, ladies? You guys well, like I, your asshole. No, we're not talking about your asshole anymore. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I'm just saying, there is a vaginal canal. You need to understand scientifically and biologically how that shit actually works. With all the villi and all the contracting shit that are in there, the way you position yourself and you get into doggy style, it's not you just trying to go straight, straight, Right. It's not that, my goodness. Like, my G, like, it's not that. Ray, you a pussyologist, man. Yo, I can man. tell you right now, Ray's wife is very happy. For real. Ray be eating pussy all day. I can Ray's tell. wife be has a smile on her and face 24 7. on a nigga's face. And come, and, May 20, and come May 28th, we'll be celebrating seven years being married. Oh, oh she's going to be really happy that day. So we 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 on this shit. I'm not playing games with this shit. And again, I'm not one of these bitter folks or whatnot. I'm trying to put people on game. There's a science to this, man. Like clitoral stimulation is fucking everything to these women. So when you sit here like, oh yeah, yeah girl, awesome. I'm hitting that shit. It's just like I'm no, no. boy. I don't know. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> like we just need to be honest. Like you need to work out your tongue. I don't know how the fuck you want to do that. If you want to do push-ups with your tongue, if you want to do up-downs and side-to-sides and shit, but you need to understand. But you gotta, like, you gotta get you the asshole involved. That's all I'm saying to my guys. Like, you need to understand how the shit works. For ladies, you need to... <laughs> Man, I don't want to say you need to, but I'm just saying some 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 dick-sucking skills can be better, man. Like, some shit can be better. The way you ride, how you you know, maneuver your hips, like getting in the gym and do your squat, because riding is a thing. That that's that's a real that is thing. Definitely a like, thing. We need to. I learned from porn. We need to get <laughs> we need to get scientific about the shit we doing, and stop doing this lazy shit and being like, oh yeah, man, I put it on you, girl. When you know good and goddamn well you ain't put shit down, knowing not not even anywhere close. Just get in the lab, do your study to show thyself approved, and I'm out. See, this is why Ray is going to be celebrating his 60-year wedding anniversary one day. I love, hey, I love Ray. That, that's like one of my favorite human beings. That's that's my name. Ray, I made, hey, I had a, I, I, I had, a, I had, a, I had, a, I, had a, I had a spurt like six, seven months ago where I, where I was having a seizures like every other day. And Rayology and I would just talk every day. He's like, hang in there, brother. Mm-hmm. So that's my man's right there. I like, I love that man so much, man. I appreciate you and all the pussy talk. Oh, God. Well, anyways. All right. Moving along. <laughs> God, woo. I can't. All right. Um, who's next? I know we got Breeze. And smooth. Smooth. Let's What's up? Yo, what's up, y'all? Can y'all hear me? We can hear you. Yep. 
Yeah, I can hear him. Y'all can hear him? Yeah, we can hear him. Yeah, Woo Woo got issues, man. <laughs> He's wild. I love you, Woo. Man, I, I man, I love. I mean, hey, hey, Smoke, you one of my favorite niggas, man. I know I don't get on the mic very much, but you one of my favorite, uh, my favorite Knicks fans. I don't, I don't agree with you at all, but I can <laughs> tell you're like a genuine human being, and I appreciate the hell out of that, man. I respect you, man. Like, yeah. man, I love to you, brother. No, I love you too, man. I love everybody. You know how how the vibes are. First thing I gotta do. Is uh, I gotta you know give a shout out to the lady. Oh, the there lady. it is. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it, smooth. <laughs> you know, I gotta make sure I come through for the queens. You know, shout out skills. Miss Rose is a dope ass face. Um, you know, it's keeping me you know preoccupied while I'm working. So you know, and all the lady, you know, everybody below as well. Shout out to y'all. Uh, therapy and sports. You guys know the vibes. Uh, Bully, my guy, what's up? Claudio, what's good with it? Ray. Um, as far as the question, um, no, sex is not number one on the list for me. Um, I actually agree with, uh, Wu's list. Um, loyalty is very big for me. Um, you know, if you can't be loyal, um, I just don't want you, you know, if you're not trustworthy, which is for me, number two, um, you know, I just need to know when I'm not with you, can I trust you not to do any slick shit? You know what I'm saying? And that requires time. Uh, someone that is willing to meet you halfway, someone that is willing to see it through with you. So, you know, those things take time. And um, I think you were talking about um, that woman at your job where, like, she doesn't have sex at all. Yeah. I can tell you you now I would be single if that was the case. And I dealt with someone like that. I just – and it's not even me trying to say, like, sex is, you know, everything. But for me, it's not just about feeling good. You know, like I'm a pleaser, right? So I love making my woman feel wanted, appreciated, make her feel good. Like I want her going to work thinking about me. So if I can't have that connection with you, it's like, you, you know, when my girl, you know, if I have a girlfriend, if I can't have a connection with that person, it's it's like, how do you even survive? <laughs> like, like, like you mean to tell me never? Like never? Like nah? I just I can't do it. Um. I guess for me also, um, you know, like one of the biggest why I'm single, I would say, is because there is no loyalty nowadays, right? Like everybody fucking cheat, um, you know, and there's not that many people that are trustworthy. Um, you know, some of the simplest things in this world are very hard to get. When you meet someone, how many people are really honest about everything? Like that's that in itself is hard to get. If you can't even be honest from the front door, then this is never going to go anywhere. You know, if you're not trustworthy to where, like, there's going to be moments where I don't see you. There's going to be moments where, you know, you're sick or I'm sick or, you know, something's going on. Can I trust you not to mess with anyone else? And a lot of people are willing to do that because a lot of people can be bought off or, you know, they just want to do what they want to do, which is, you know, it is what it is. Um you know, and, and then I realized through, you know, as I got older, um, you know, when you're younger, you do crazy shit. You know, I get it. I ain't never had my booty licked, though. I, I ain't going that far. But, you know, I will say that um, I truly do believe that when it comes to a woman, like, you should do whatever it takes to please her. Um, so I, I would say, um, I would say so. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> 
just, you know. Hey, Smooth, Smooth, do you mind if I ask a question? Oh, God, boo. Oh God! Uh, no, that's not even. Gonna, it's not even gonna be sex related. Come on, Jesus Christ! Um, um, um. Do you think that just because a man like sleeps with a, another woman, does that mean he doesn't necessarily love the woman that he's with? That's the only question I have, and I'll leave well, you all. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. If you're in a relationship, you're in love with her. You should never cheat. That's just something that I believe in. It's the way that I was raised. You don't love her if you cheat because why would you ruin it? If if a girl is giving you everything you could possibly want, whatever your needs are and your wants are, if you really value her, if that's your queen and you love her, why would you get why would you risk that for a piece of ass that ain't gonna give you nothing compared to what she's giving you? And yeah, of course when you're younger you do dumb shit, but I believe in karma too. That's one thing I believe in, and I never want to bring that negative karma back around like in the past. So, you know, of course, you live and you learn from mistakes, but, you know, that's why for me, when it comes to the physical part of a relationship, like, there's just certain shit that I can't deal with when it co- if I'm dating someone, you know? Uh, I'm not going to get too personal because I know that's not the topic, but I'll just say that... Um, you know, when it comes to that part of relationship, like, I can't deal with a woman with limits, specifically between me and her. Um, you know, as far as like what my wants and needs are, like, if I'm dealing with you and I'm giving you all my time, affection, like, I want to feel wanted and appreciated too, right? Like, I think most men would want that. But I just refuse to give my energy to someone and my time. And every, you know, and I'm doing my part for her. And then when it comes to that part of the relationship, I can't get what I need or what I want. So, you know, that's I've come to terms like what I probably want just isn't in this country, because um, you know a lot of women are not submissive, also, right? Um, even though these dudes are fucking assholes and they treat women like shit, you know, and it's really unfair. You know, but there is some good men out there. But a lot of women don't want good men. They want the assholes. They want the guy that's, you know, being a whore, you know, or or that's, you know, famous or whatever. I mean, I get it. But do they really want you for you? And that's what I want. Do you want me for me? Or do you just want me because you see how, you know, like I'm willing to do my part to make a woman happy. So, you know, I just, I need everything, you know, and, and. You know, I, I could say sex could be two for me because, like, I want so many things when it comes to that part. But you know, that that's just me. You know, I'm I'm, I'm different. You know, I'm in my own way. Uh, but I just refuse to deal with someone that's just not willing to go all out for me. Whether it's just, you know being able to talk talk to you and have a conversation, or if it's going out having a good time, or if it's in the bedroom and I'm stressed out. And I need you to make me feel good. Like, I just, I gotta have that. And I just refuse to deal with a woman with limits when it comes to that part of a relationship. So, um, you know, it's just me. Um, it's just the way I feel. Um, and I'll just, you I'll guys. Just, I'll just, I'll just, I just chime in with you, with the ladies and you guys. And, uh, you know, just my opinion. That's all. You know, I wanted to make you sure get, through. Do the ladies, do, do our Miss, uh, the, the skills of Miss Rails think that a man can sleep with another woman and still love them? And, like, 
You know yes. what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm really trying to get some answers. Like, like I've had some, you know, relationships, you know, where I felt like I was, like, in love and all that. But, like, I've had weak moments, you know what I mean? So does that weak moment, like, define who I am, in, who I am as a man, you know, who I am as a husband, boyfriend, whatever. So I just want a, a female point of view. I think that a man is capable of being in love with a woman and wanting to live a life with her, but is capable of having a totally non-emotional, non-committal, no-strings-attached sexual encounter with another woman. I think that is possible. And the only reason I say that is because I think... For men, sex is very easily for them purely a physical act. Where women, sex ends up being an emotional Mm -hmm. thing. Right. So I think when a girl cheats, I don't want to sound like like, it's like an excuse for a guy if he does it. But I feel like when I hear about a woman that cheats, I'm like, wow. Because I know as a woman she was emotionally tied to that act. Right? Does that make sense, Carla? Am I explaining it the right way? Because I know you get get what I'm saying. I've never experienced that because when I used to cheat, I was cheating just because I could do it. (laughs) But I definitely get you, though. It's true, though. It's true what they say because, I mean, we are emotional creatures. So it's like, yeah, we're cheating. Yeah. It's because the guy we was with couldn't give us what we wanted and we found it in somebody right. else and I right. appreciate you saying that because that's usually how cheating goes listen yeah I missed my window I missed my window it's all good I'm gonna be okay I'm gonna get that ass first thing in the morning but white people sleep I just want to put it out there that I'm here <laughs> for the night because I missed my goddamn and it's okay it is okay I love my wife but yo, yo, yo wake wake up it's okay you gotta no, you gotta no, make no, up no, for no, it in no, the morning no, no, now no, no, no. She got to wake up and she got to go to work. And I have oh, so get, her, so get her in the morning. Yeah, oh, yeah send, her, send her to work with a smile on her face. And that shit is actually better in the morning than it is in the oh, night. Yes, I it agree. Is. Because you waking up. Yes, it is. It is. And I was happy You rising in the morning. Morning sex is fire. So, yo, she going to rise with me. So it's all good, man. Like, we... Wakanda forever. Oh, yeah, man. Yo, when the sun rises, man, shit, man. I'm, I'm here for it. But anyways, I just want, but just to piggyback off of what Ms. Rell said, if any form of cheating is actually going on, I usually have smoke for the, like, when I hear someone cheat and whatnot, usually it's the person who commits the act that gets all the smoke, you know, for, oh, he ain't shit, or yeah. he ain't shit. And I usually, for me personally, I can't attest for anybody else, but I usually have more smoke for the person that consciously chose to withhold something like you failed in your in your responsibility in your contract yes. to uphold that my that's what I'm saying so for me I usually have more smoke like for instance, my father cheated on my mother I, I, I hate that guy for what he did he's an amazing father but he's a fucking terrible uh, partner and husband until mm-hmm. I got older and I became obviously a man myself and I started to understand some elements of my own mother where it's just like I'm not hearing a whole lot of accountability, responsibility on your end. 
And I started to obviously deal with being in relationships and whatnot. And I see the trend of a lack of accountability because most women are sort of, they're, they're, they're brought up to, be, you know, not to believe, but they're taught they are the fry. And there's not a whole lot of accountability. I need to do this. There's not a whole lot of women I'm hearing, hey, this is how you need to hold a man down. And mm-hmm. most women usually figure that shit out out of a first marriage or a, a, a really bad relationship. They usually figure it out down the road. But when they're in their younger state, they don't really understand the avenue of accountability and responsibility. So more times than not, when I talk to my guys or, or talk to other people or whatnot, I'm looking at the person who decided to withhold their responsibility. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Like, all she needed was you to be there emotionally. And instead, she fell into the arms of another guy that could provide you. Or right. vice versa, where it's just like, she weaponized sex. And he decides to go and fall into the arms of a woman who won't weaponize sex. See, right. it's, it's those kind of things that frustrate the fuck out of me because, again, we have all the smoke when the act is, you know, when the act is committed, but we never have smoke for the or uh, uh, the the origin of the yes. act itself, where it's like, yeah, we going we gonna hold back, we not gonna provide this. So again, it's not right that you do cheat, but it's not right that you that cheating happens. But I look at it as an objective reality when you decide to stop doing the things that you did to get said person. If I stop doing the things that I need to do in order to keep my wife happy, if she falls into the arms of another person, you can say whatever the fuck you want about, you know, her. But I fucked up. And mm-hmm. that, it's that level of accountability and responsibility that keeps me on my toes making sure, listen, when she comes home, you are her feet. You are her back. You get up in her thighs. Like, listen, if it goes to the next level, yo, we're going we gonna to find ways to pleasure her. And on the off days, and any days that I'm here by myself or whatever the case may be, I'm just here going through podcasts, reading books. How can I be better? How can I do this better? So that way, when I bring my best to her, I remain blameless. So now if my wife steps out on me while I'm doing everything that I possibly can do, like, yes, unfortunately, she would fall into the category of you ain't shit. <laughs> But when it comes, you know, so I look at cheating like that in, in my head. I know it works different for other people, but that's just my perspective. On yeah. It. No, I, I agree with you, Ray. I think a lot of the times it's not as black and white as like, oh, well, he cheated and she didn't or she cheated and he didn't. I think it a lot of the times people don't look at, OK, but what brought that? What made that happen? Right. On both On both parties part. Right. You know, but I think to play devil's advocate, there is also situations where it truly is unwarranted. And I'll tell you why I think that is because every relationship I've been in, I have been cheated on other than Terrell. And I can tell you 100% God strike me dead right now. I know in my mind, 100% it was on my part, 100% unwarranted. It was purely because a situation presented itself, and I can, so I will. So let me ask you this, because you said in my mind, right, and I'm trying to understand, like, I want to give room for perspectives. I absolutely want to give room for feelings and how someone else feels. But when you say in my mind, 
because that's what my mother told me. My mother told me, in my mind, I felt I did everything necessary. Mm. But can, is is that debatable? Can that be argued? Like, well, are you I, 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 room for that? Well, the only yeah. hold on, babe. The only yeah. reason I say that I know it was unwarranted because mm-hmm. I was I, like I I haven't da- I wasn't like out here in the streets. I mean, it was out here in the street, but I was going to bed by myself at night. I wasn't like <laughs> right, that. Right. You know what right. I mean? Right. So I had. My first relationship, which some people would call like the puppy love, but it, you know, transferred into like six years of a relationship. And that person, after the whole thing happened, and that was like a really bad one. That was like cheating, but then it ended up with a baby and a pregnancy. And I was not the one that was pregnant. So it was a whole big thing. Right. He came back to me years later randomly and just said like uh, this this whole long apology thing and it was when i was pregnant with my with my daughter and you know had moved on blah 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 right and i got this message one day and it was a whole this thing about how you know it's never set well with him about how everything happened you know this whole thing about how it literally happened because it could happen because there was nothing that I was missing. I don't know why it happened. I don't know why I did it. I don't, you know what I mean? It was like, right. it was nothing that you could have done to make it not happen. But I was 100% happy with where me and you were. It was just a selfish decision. But it was a spur of the like moment, that, selfish decision. And, 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 and he apologized. And hold on, can I, can I piggyback on that? Because I know we're talking that said person. So we live in, in Dutchess County, right? So this right. county is huge, but it's not huge, right? When you go to like the, you know, like the only one called the club scene, but you just outside, right? Yeah. So the person she's talking about, like I, I can't speak for her, um, her kid's father. I let her get to that, but the person she's talking about was a hoe. Yeah. So <laughs> I remember the first, I remember the first date we, um, the, our first date, and I say, you know, we're just talking. I was like, what was your ex like or whatever? And she made no ex. She told me the name. I put my drink down. And I was like, whoa. Because I was nervous and shit. So I said, you mind if I drink? She said, no, not at all. We was at a nice restaurant. So I had bourbon on the rocks. You know how I do. So I put my drink down and the nervous went away. I said, you dated who? And she told me. And I bust out laughing. And I had to put my hands up. So I'm so sorry that uh, I'm laughing. Like, we dated when? And she told me the time frame. I'm like... She's like, no, he was out. He was out here. I like, yo, bro, was out here slinging dick like it was cocaine and a BMF ever. So I don't yeah. know how the fuck. I say when it was kind of like an astonishment that she told me she was dating this person. I'm like, how? We all was outside. And it was like a couple clubs up here, and right. me and Lauren kind of got like the same kind of friend group in a way, but we never met. So I'm like, how? Like, first of all, I never saw you outside like that, and two. He always had random girls around him because, you know, he's a ladies' man or whatever. And she was like, yeah, because every time I come to the club, he would either tell them, um, don't come up to me or whatever case may be, and which is kind of true because when I was out here hoeing around, I told the girls, hey, my kids' mother come to, come to outside. Don't don't come to me. So yeah. I, I game respect, game. I understand that. But this dude, like I said, the first relationship, like, no. it Like, I, like Lauren definitely gets a pass on this one. He was just out here, like, outside. Like, you're looking at a couple of dudes that's known to be a hoes, 
and go after like young college girls in Marist College, and he's the king of it. Yeah, and it was yeah, crazy. Only- it was crazy though because any time that I wanted to be like present with him when he was out, mm-hmm. like it was no problem. Like I would text him and be like, "Oh, I think you know my best friend Ashley." We that was like we were like the partners in crime, and. I would be like, oh, me and Ashley are going to come out tonight. There was never like, oh, uh, mm, uh," he was like, okay, no problem. Tell me when you get here. Okay, no problem. I'll let Bobby know at the door that you guys are coming. Okay, no problem. So there was no reason to think anything was going on. I mean, we'd be out 24-7. I could pop up. And there was never, ever any indication, ever. And if he went out, I was at home. Waiting, waiting for him to come home. You know what I mean? It's not like he was going home with other girls or not. He was literally with me all the time. He was just very good at what he did. And he literally, when, when we, you know, ended up talking years down the road, he said, I literally just did it because I had it down to a science. It was like, I liked being with you and everything that you brought to the table, but I also liked doing what I wanted to do when I could do it. And it it was like straight to the point. He was like, there was nothing you could have done. You literally did everything right. and we could have stayed together. If you never found out about the baby, I would have kept dating you and it would have been no problem. Like that's where I wanted to be, but I also wanted to be doing this. And I knew that he was being genuine because I knew I did everything I could. I mean, I went through this man being unemployed like driving this man to to and from work helping him get new jobs helping him get a car i mean a ride or die i went through family members dying and you know i was a part of his family you know what i mean like right right everything you could think about somebody being 100 percent committed to your relationship sex was not a problem with us never he could never say that that was a problem oh i had to do it because you didn't want to have sex with me that was never a problem and he reiterated everything back to me and i felt like and now when we see each other out because he's still around it's we're fine we say hi we i can give him a hug we can say hi and we can keep moving you know because we kind of make amends with everything but i can say in 100 percent there was literally no fault of my own with that happening at all. Well, I think I, I think that's dope. And yeah. It's your character, obviously. I, it's just whenever I hear about, you know, again, obviously the premise of this conversation is about is sex number one. We talk about cheating and, and that being a subcategory of the conversation. But I tend to really focus on is. We don't live in a we don't live in a culture of accountability and responsibility. Oh yeah, no finger, and it's what this person did and what this person did. It's never a self-reflective moment for us to say, "Hey, this is what I needed to do better." And so every time you know some form of cheating goes on, and you move on to the next uh, relationship, it sort of creates this cascading thing where it's like you know you're carrying on you know, bits and pieces of hurt to the next relationship and whatever that's built up and bitterness right. and resentment. And I think when we talk about sex, you know, number one, or how do you prioritize it and some prioritize honesty and loyalty, those that also too needs to be part of the conversation because I think it's, it, I think it speaks towards our ability to heal and be able to find healthy relationships. Now, some of us are obviously getting married and it, it's, I personally think that it's important to think about, yeah, as you're having this conversation tonight, is sex number one 
because going into marriage, you and you and Rose have it. You, I mean, you guys are solid. So you know, for anybody else in the, in the room, I, I would I would encourage think about it from this point because Smooth even talked about it. If honesty, if honesty is number one, is that the first thing that you're evaluating? Like right off the rip, or is it more of again why I say sex is number one? Part of the physical attraction, part of the physical touch. It's the first thing you see on that date. It's the first thing you see right. on Tinder on online. I would personally think it has to be important only because without the physical attraction, you're not even getting to the honesty. You're not getting into the in-depth stuff. This right. person has to be attractive to you off grip in order for you to delve into their personality, their mind, among other things. So again, that's why my position, and it's not wrong to say that because I think honesty is important. It's is sex number one. Is the action of sex number one? Eh. You can debate that and go back and forth, but right. the physical touch element, I'm talking the passion, desire, physical attractiveness, um, shit, I'm, I'm trying to think, you know, trying to think of other things, but it's like, without that, the fuck are you doing in a relationship that doesn't have any right. of those elements? Without that, you guys are just friends. <laughs> you guys are just friends. Like, yeah. I don't, that, you know, so again, when you say is sex number one again it's just my position could be wrong your those can disagree with me i respect the perspective of those in the room but i promise you if honesty was the thing that i was leading with again and i'm talking to someone i'm not even attracted attracted to i'm not so certain how far this thing even goes i i, I don't know but maybe that's maybe that's me being a bit too nuanced and too contextual and trying to you know, do the extra in explaining is the action of sex number one. The action of sex is not number one, but the physicality element that speaks to the love language of, you know, physical touch and shit like that, that's gotta be number one. In my yeah, opinion. I agree. I don't, I don't think the act of it is number one, but I think it is a huge player in the game of of a successful long-term relationship it might not be number one but it's a key player because, yeah it is i mean let's be for real if it's it, not good how is everything else supposed to flow along too like yeah yeah i mean we forget even the sort of scientific releases like the releases you have in your body that is needed for the biological you know the biological element where you need sex for the production of different endorphins and shit like that and dopamine and all that you need for your body so when people you know talk about you know again is sex number one is the action of sex number one uh, it's debatable but again for me physical touch is is everything it's where the vulnerability is met where you know you look in the mirror and you're like Yo, somebody desires me mm -hmm. because again if everyone in this room you know, goes in front of their mirror tonight or tomorrow, whatever the case may be, you're going to find a blemish or two. You're going to yeah. find some stretch marks and some shit you don't like about Fair yourself. Right. And it's why I speak to the power of what, you know, the physical element is in a, in a marriage, in a relationship, because it's like, yo, somebody's accepting your stretch marks. Somebody's yeah. accepting yeah. your love handle. Somebody's accepting the hair on your back or however you, you know, you, you got what you got going on. So, yeah. You know, I, again, for me, it's a little different. You know, those are, there are those in the room that can disagree that 
totally fine. I ain't got no beef with that. But I just wanted to, you know, share my insight, especially when, you know, I missed my window to have sex tonight. <laughs> but I'm gonna get that shit you got way. it. So, that's that's Wu's that was Wu's Ray? fault. Can can I say two quick points before you guys? Yeah, go ahead, Smooth. Um, I actually agree with you about the whole like if a woman cheats. It, you know, and you give oral like that. That's that's a no no for me. That's the one. Um, yeah, I'm just you gonna know, suck that's, his that's dick. Oh, because oh, it's just you gotta kiss that person. Like you know what I'm saying? It, it, that's just one part of it. And then it's like, yo, you really did that to another dude, knowing you in a relationship with what me. What goes the into the dick? Smooth. How second, about the fact that? How about the fact that? Hold, the hold on, hold on. Let me see my second point. Work. Let me how let me say my second. Part? Hold on. Let me say the second thing. Right. The second thing is is doing it without protection. Because if I'm in a relationship with you, I'm not using protection with you. Like I want to feel everything. So if you do that with another guy and you sucking, nah. I'm sorry, but your ass gotta go. I'm I'm cool. Like I, I, I can't do it. I just can't do it. it it's yo. Smooth. How about the I fact just... that the dude doesn't even have to put in work. Like you right, gotta think about girl, the, like you, the girl actually went out of her way to get on her knees and perform, you know, a blowjob and whatnot. Sit and back and let me put shit. your dick in the back and, of my throat. That's some foul shit. And, and listen, and <laughs> that's some wild listen, shit. Listen, listen, you're right. You know, and the crazy thing is, is like you gotta <laughs> think. You gotta think how men think, right? Ain't no way in hell that a man is, is gonna get that from a woman. And you just gonna half ass it. No, you gonna start and you finish it. Like, nah. Like, hell no. Hell it's, no. Like, nah, it's the fact that, me. homie, that you're cheating. I mean, you're cheating on me with no, another dude. Is one and thing, he didn't have that... to do anything. Nah. He didn't have they... to do anything in the actual right. act. Like, he didn't even actually have to perform and actually put the test whether or not he could actually fuck, if he could actually, like, work and do shit. Like, see what him <laughs> and he didn't have to do anything correct yeah that that that, that like i agree i agree. listen like any she put all her neck had... into that shit whoa <laughs> her head her neck her throat her lips her saliva no. all that shit listen listen like for me that like like for me specifically right because you know, I, I'm a very nice guy. I'm not a whore. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't be out in the streets like that. But it's because I value my body. You know what I mean? So, for me, it's like, I just... I mean, knowing how I am as a person, like, if I mess with one person, I'm doing everything with that person, right? Like, I'm not using protection with you. I'm giving you head, morning, lunch, or, or when you get home, and before you go to bed. Like, it's just me. So I'm going to expect the same thing, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's why I don't cheat. Because I don't want somebody hurting my feelings like that if I'm that vulnerable with you. And I would, and I know you're not. And women are more emotional than men. So I know you're not going to want me doing that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's why I don't have a lot of relationships. Because I know once it gets to the physical part, like, we already got everything else down packed. You know what I'm saying? When it gets to that physical part, Yo, there's a lot of attachment, yo. Like, and I'm one of those dudes that that is different. 
I can't do something like that how I want it and not get attached to that person. That's why I don't do friends with benefits because one, I don't want to catch anything. Two, I'm not just going to get anybody pregnant because I got standards. And three, if I'm going to go that far, knowing you can get pregnant, you're going to be my wife. Like, this ain't going to be no bullshit where you just want to hit it and quit it a couple. No, hell no. That's why I don't have kids right now. I, hopefully, God blesses me with kids because I know I would be a fantastic father. I will I've spoiled your kids that were never mine, right? And the thing that that hurts, and I'm a dude that is emotional, right? Like, I've been with women, and I got close to their kids because I built that relationship with them. Like, they, a lot of relationships that I've been with, they never had a father figure. So for me to accept someone who has kids, it's like I already know a prop like, all right, you know, can I see myself being with this person long term? If it goes that way. I have to build a relationship with her kids because that's her. Like, you know, that's a part of her. That's a huge part. That's number one on the list. You know, it's her children, you know, and can I, you know, be the best man I can be to not only treat her right, but can I be a good role model for them and say, hey, like, I might not be your biological father, but, you know, maybe you you not you might never look at me like that. But you know what? I'm going to treat you like you're my own. Now I'm rare. Like I'm, I'm. There's not a lot of people that's gonna do shit like that. But for me, it's like I accept that person for themselves, and that's what I need. Someone to accept me for who I am, you know. And and you know, it's just me. But I, I tell you what, though, whoever is gonna be my little wifey, you know, and maybe we have kids. Who knows? But I tell you one thing, that shit gonna last because I ain't just gonna be doing that shit with anybody and. When I see shit on the timeline or, like, on Facebook or Instagram, like, I don't want to be on no damn, you know, uh, child support. You know, that's why for me, like, my father was never there. But I never let that get in the way of me treating people well, showing support, being there, you know. And it's just me. Like, everything my mom, grandma, and a lot of the females that I had as role models growing up, I took that with me. So I'm kind of like that person where... You get the best of both worlds. Like, yeah, I can be nasty as hell in the bedroom, but I'm I'm gonna also respect you and treat you like a queen, and I'm gonna spoil you. You know what I'm saying? If you're down and out, I will give you my last fucking dollar to make sure you're good. You know, you need a shoulder to cry on. You can call me anytime you want, or I come see you. You know, if you just need advice, I'm all. You know, hit me up. You know, like that's why for me communication is key because if I have to always hit you up to hear from you then you're not serious. So, you know, it, it takes both sides, but that's just me, man. You know, and, and a lot of people don't want that nowadays. So, you know, maybe I need to go to the DR somehow. No. I don't know. For the fellas <laughs> in the room, for the fellas in the room, imagine, imagine your girl telling you, like, yo, you know, I didn't fuck him. I just sucked his dick. Whoa, Think about right. how. Hey, yo. Oh my God. Tell me, yo, tell go me to this Breeze, work. He's been waiting, man, long. Go to Breeze. Yeah, let's go. Breeze. Let's let Breeze talk. He's been Apologize waiting for a while. For not letting you Sorry, talk. Breeze. Thank you Breeze, for waiting, Breeze. Breeze. We, we apologize He's about Wu. Go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, good. We, good. we all vibe, man. That's straight. That's straight. Well, Dada, let me take my shoes off at the room. Peace and love to the room. How are everybody doing today? What's going on, bro? What's we going on? Know. We already know. We're, we're... Without, without, Yo, without. Just want to say, yo, Rose, Mrs. Rose, y'all doing a phenomenal job. This space is always mad vibe. It's 
chills is always like the vibe is always real mad real shit like lovely i had a wonderful time speaking the last time i was in here <clears throat> mm-hmm. but i was fucked up let me tell you <laughs> were <laughs> so, you we would have never known i would have never facts. known and i loved your story it was great Nah, that shit was real. That shit, that was from the heart. That, yeah, I was gonna I say was you didn't that too. you didn't just make that up because you were you were fucked up, did you? Oh, hell I was no. really into that story. Me being fucked up was made me get up on live because it was. Oh, so real, okay, you know gotcha, I mean? gotcha. I, I was, you know what I mean? That shit vibe with oh, me hard, so I was like, "Yo, reach up for So, but that shit was definitely real. Nah, but anything, y'all doing a phenomenal job. Yo, yo, smooth was good, Andrew. I see you, bro. You doing your thing, Nick's Twitter alumni, bro. Just gotta give you that respect. Yo, Wu is a character, bro. Yo, Wu, I I don't know you, bro. I don't even know if I'm following you. I'm following you right now, bro. Yo, this nigga is real. Don't mess with Wu, please. Yo, I've been laughing all day. (laughs) Um, at Rayology, bro. Yo, you the smartest Ray I know. I just wanted to say that off off rip. Yo, I have it's it's sex education in this bitch. I was in here like, yo, this dude is on a hundred. But everything you said was real, bro. That shit is phenomenal. I'm loving the space. I just want to drop my my, my my two cents on it. Mm-hmm. Um, because honestly, I've been waiting for this space to open up all week. You know what I mean? Y'all see me. It was in my inbox. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I'm jumping on that because it's shit so chill. But um, when it comes to sex, like the question is, if I'm not mistaken, the question is, is sex the number one thing in a relationship? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I heard everybody's points and Sex is not the number one thing, in my opinion. Sex is not the number one thing in a relationship, but without sex, it becomes the number one thing to break up a relationship. That's my opinion. Oh, um, that's deep freeze. I like that. Yeah, you know Hard. what I mean. So, what because when the sex stops, then you know what I mean. Everything stops because the sex is has to be in rotation because what it provides for you. Yeah, what it provides for your mental, what it provides for your physical, and without that, everything just diminishes. It, it becomes what's going on, and it, that that's that's the startup to everything. That's that's the number one ingredient you need to fuck up your relationship. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I know this is because again, I've been married for sixteen years, damn there. So that that was I met that bump in the road in my relationship and. This is why I be trying to pass it on to everyone who I see d- dealing with the shit. Like, bro, and I be asking my boys too, trying to connect with them. Like, yo, yo, bro, y'all fucking. And I'm, I, and they look at me like, yo, bro, why are you asking me this question? And I'm like, yo, look at me, bro, look, look, look at me. And I be looking at bed in the eyes, getting in they soul, looking at me like, bro, y'all fucking. And if rather the and if the answer is no, there you go. Yeah, you know what I mean, you figure that out. And, and and you get that right, and if you try to figure it out, and if she not with that shit, then you already know what's up. But but that's because it's not the number one thing in the relationship. But it, that's the number one thing. That's that's what's fucking everything up. So you need to. Um, not that's the knowledge I just want to drop. You know, but that's my two cents again. Yo, the, the space is this space is my number one space on my list right now. Yo, I really really appreciate what y'all doing tonight. Um, Miss Rails, I, just a, a like side note. I know you do like dental, like do a dental specialist or something like that. Yeah, I, I run a dental office. You run a dental office where my daughter wants to be a dentist. Does she? So, yeah, she does. You know what I mean? She she just turned uh, seventeen and she'll get older. So she wants to be either a physician or a dentist. So I definitely 
would like to know if I can, you know, definitely shoot you a... A hundred percent. Word, word, that's what's up. All right, yo, peace and love to the room. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to just enjoy this space, but I really, really uh, appreciate y'all uh, accepting me up here. Peace Thanks, Breeze. Thank you, Breeze. No doubt. Thank you, Breeze. I uh, appreciate you, God. Yo, I got a question to ask. I got a quick question to ask because I thought we're... Breeze yeah, go to 11. I want to hear 11. I have to write. Go ahead, write. Yeah, Bankai wants to talk uh, Bankai, too. Sorry, I just parked. Sorry, I just Bankai. got a quick question for uh, Mr. Riles and Skill. Like, why is it based on what Breeze was talking about? Because I know as a man in the hood and shit like that, like we put each other on. Men put other men on game. And I don't know how it works in the women's fair and whatnot, but do y'all put other girls on 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 game? Like for like for instance, like you know, guys will, you know, check with other guys like, yo, you hitting that shit right? Yo, good? You know, that kind of thing. With women, I know it's more of a competition thing. Like, you you, you got the older woman that's trying to twerk. You got the younger one that's trying to twerk. Like, you trying to get in competition to get a guy or whatever the case may be. Do you all like, sit and talk amongst yourself? Like, yo, you, you sucking this dick right? Nah, nah, nah. I'm not. I, I don't know how to suck his dick right and shit like that. Well, yo, let me teach you how to do this. Yo, pull out the grapefruit and shit like that, and fruit roll-ups and shit like that. <laughs> Listen, my world is weird, but I'm genuinely curious. Like, do other women put other women on game, or is it just like? Yes, that? we do. At least I want to say I do. Yeah, yes. my like friends that I have. Yes, we we've done that. Yeah, a hundred percent. I I mean I'm I think there are women who obviously aren't maybe comfortable speaking in that way like I know there's like two girls that I work with that are just like they'll participate with a conversation but they're not very comfortable like really participating with a conversation but I've always been very like comfortably like I've always been very comfortable sexually and like very openly okay with talking about stuff like that. And for some reason, every place I've ever worked is just, like, a bunch of women who are the same like me. (laughs) So a lot of the time, like, we have a one-hour lunch break that we all take lunch together. And, like, the two doctors that I work for specifically do not participate in our lunches because of what our conversation. And Terrell knows because I've, like, recorded stuff and, like, sent it to him. And he'll be like, there's no way you guys talk about this. But yes, girls, at least in my circle, are very open about all of that stuff. I mean, this is how I was able to talk about everything last episode with my coworker. I mean, I feel like I know about more about her marriage than her husband does. We talk right. about everything. Sex, no sex, what we're doing, what we're not doing, what we enjoy, what we don't enjoy. I mean, everything is on the table. I mean, I feel like women can get very frank with each other when they are in a group of women that is like a comfortable space to talk like that about. That's at least in like my circle. Mm -hmm. Like I only have sisters. We only had girls in my house. Me and my sisters are very comfortable talking that way. Me and my best friend have always been talking that way. I mean, everybody is like, like you should see our group chat. I think people would kind of be blown away about some of the things that happened in our group chat. But um, yeah, I think women have the same kind of idea. I mean, obviously, it's probably centered a little bit differently than maybe a guy's conversation. But no, 100% women will say what's on the table. I mean, everybody at work knows about my sex life. 
Terrell probably, Terrell probably feels a little weird sometimes when he stops by the office to have lunch <laughs> with me and stuff because they know everything. Men are not, <laughs> men, it's just only because women are they're taboo about it. Look, I'm, I'm about to be married officially come May 28th, seven years, right? In year like four or five, I really, really struggled with my wife. And it, it's like, yo, are you talking to anybody about this? And usually in the space for women where they already feel self-conscious about how they look more so than men do it's like it's taboo like no one yeah. really talks about it and, i think that's true i think wonder. there are circles of women where it's not talked about i agree with you yeah and so that's why i asked you know because with fellas like we put each other on game and i've noticed that like throughout my entire life like men we, we you know you don't need a fucking retreat like just sit on the stoop and smoke spliff and Everything comes out, and it's just like, nah, nah, nah. This, this how you want to hit it, young blood. Like, even, you know, old the OGs and shit like that would, would tell me, yo, this is what you need to do. Come to find out, I, I start researching and reading some books and whatnot, and it's like, oh, OG was wrong. I wonder if he was really, you know, really pleasing this woman. Like, yeah. you got to hit this shit this way. Okay, yeah. got it. You know, Listen, based on the it, science. In, in my it. experience, some of the girls that I know can be, can talk like guys would never even imagine i feel like some of the stuff in my group chat might put a guy on his ass honestly because girls in a comfortable setting right carla you get with a girl a group of girls that you're comfortable with speaking about (laughs) girls could get real 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 in a conversation (laughs) well most of what i mean again based on what i'm reading and i encourage everybody to go out there get the book he comes first i'm telling you man the information that's in that book by ian kenner like it will blow your fucking mind beyond the biology and the science of how a woman's anatomy actually fucking works based you know based on actual science and not what the fuck we learned from our uncles at the family reunion (laughs) you know what i mean like no i'm just saying like for me i'm on this path now where it's like yo i gotta please my woman in every imaginable way possible because there are like 28 different ways to like simulate a woman, you know, as explained on Netflix on uh, their series explained, like they go into that shit. And a lot of people don't even know that an episode on Netflix, Netflix on the series explained, they actually talk about the mysteries of the clitoris and what it does and its function and shit like that. And I sit back and I'm just like, yo, why the fuck was I never taught this? Yeah, you're, you're not gonna learn about it in public school in sex education. And again, if you hang with the homies, it's just kind of like, oh, yo, this is what you gotta do. And then you get older, and you're 36 years old, like me. And I'm sitting down, like, fuck, I got a lot of work to do. So I gotta get in the gym. I gotta do my squats. I gotta, yeah. you know, figure out all that different shit. But that's just something I wanted to ask you guys. You you know what always surprises me, right? Is I don't understand the disconnect between like, you know, like a guy's going to get off no matter what you do. I mean, it could be the worst sex ever. It could be the a bad blowjob. You're you're going to come at some point, right? It just is what it is. But a girl, as you know, from reading your book and everything and being married, not as easy, right? There's plenty Word. of there's plenty of women that go through life and they they don't have the same experience or they're in a full blown relationship and they have to fake like they are you know what i mean because it's, it's not hitting right it's but crazy. to me like okay i'm not a dude but when i think about it from a guy's point of view 
if you can deliver that experience for your significant other and you can roll off that bed and beat your chest and be like, yeah, I did that, bitch. Isn't sure. that a better experience than you just like, you know what I mean? Like, when I heard, when I how heard is it not are... more important to guys? I feel like I'd feel like more of like the fucking man if I roll off that bed and you're like, you fell asleep already because I just put your ass to sleep rather than just being like, okay, well, I came, so I'm going to go brush my teeth. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, it, that yo. seems more ma- masculine to me than the latter. No, I'm just saying, like, let, when I read the statistic, less than 20% of women experience actual clitoral stimulation and orgasm. Yeah, I would 100% believe that. Again, you got to do the math on that. If there are 8.4 billion people on the planet and women make up like 62% of that, it's just like shit. That's barely in the millions, man. Like, what are we talking about? That women are actually on the planet experiencing orgasms. That's why I had to take a step back Humble myself, act like, yo, bro, your shit ain't all that. You need to get in the gym. You need to get in the lab and figure out what the fuck you need to do. Because yeah. if she's over here at any point faking orgasm and whatnot, you're not holding down your position as a man. And right. my, from my vantage point, from my yeah. perspective. That's what, that, but that's what I mean. That's why I don't know why it doesn't motivate more men to take a more active role into it. Because to me, that would make me feel like the alpha masculine like you know what i mean like <laughs> throughout ter- babe what do you always say to me yeah tell what do you say babe oh um i i, I was like yeah tell your friends about big daddy when you go to- no <laughs> you said yeah no he always says he always this said, is what he always says to me he says ass. he says he says yeah you better tell people about me that's oh, what yeah, he says time, to me all the time. time. Well, I tell that ass up, and she goes, look like, baby, oh, my God, I was so good. And so I was like, yeah. He literally, he literally is like, yeah, you better tell motherfuckers about me. Every day he says it to me. It's hilarious. Yo, fucking yo, right. yo, yo sis, yo, before y'all go to 11, you know, you want to know why that number is so low as for, as for women being able to get there? This is because you have a lot of men nowadays. All they care about is just getting theirs. It's exactly. Very, That's it's what I mean. Hard. Exactly. It's and very the lack part. And yeah, like, like, so very, this is all what it is. That y'all just want to hit it and then that's it. Y'all don't care about anything else. Yeah, right. you absolutely it. right. You know? But it's it's also yeah, if you yo. get older. Like I told Lauren we get when I get close to fifty, I'll be like Bernie Mac. I'm gonna get mine. You better get yours. I don't know if anybody saw Kings of Comedy. Yeah. Yeah, you understand why I'm coming from? <laughs> yo, yo, Rel, I'm a, yo, Rel you, you actually schooled me on something, right? I'm going to take a page out of your book for the next person I date about them toes, all right? I'm, I'm going to take a page out do, of your you book. Do, oh, oh, God, no. Yeah, you got to stop talking about the Babe, we got to go to, to, go to Bankai. Bankai. He probably sucking some toes right now. Oh Wait, God. Bang Kai. Bang Kai. Take I'm... the toes out of your mouth so you can talk. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I didn't even know I had requested. I'm so sorry. Like, my... <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh... No, no, no. Get serious. My, like, my head is not all too there. Like, I, I, I was really upset earlier. Like, I almost got into a fight with somebody. Oh, you so, okay? Yeah. Yo, I... I it's basketball. Like sounds like you need to have sex. What, well, that go suck toes, man. Go suck toes. No, for real. Go suck some toes, B. Like that. That shit. Oh, you know, toes. Come on, 
You about, who you about to fight what? over basketball? You, was it um a game? Yeah, I put it to you. I put it to you short. Some dude threw an elbow on my back, like a dirty elbow. What? Like, Wait, like what? yeah, like you know when people try to be dirty and like they try to hurt you. Like yeah, I I, I don't like I don't like that. As long as you threw one back though, bro. I threw the mean screen back. Right. All right, that's the stuff. That's the stuff. Damn. Damn. Oh, Wait, I'll but. Try. Toes? No, no toes. I was talking no about toes. go suck your ladies' toes, man. Like, I'm not saying go suck your uh... ladies' toes. We're not about that. Like, we're not even going to get a I would never suck a toes. That's the nastiest thing. Let me tell you all something right now. That's the nastiest thing. Hey, let me meet your motherfuckers. Hey, relax, okay? Let me explain something to y'all. That makes her sick. That, as a matter of fact, that makes her sick. She does not like feet. Like I, I could put my foot like right next to hers, and she'll 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 push me. Like no. Yeah, that's yeah. That's mm-hmm. I got. She has. Nah, like, got, she has like a, a, she has like a feet. Feet should be. Yeah, I got a, I got a foot fetish. So she has like know. a feet phobia. Like I kid you not. Like oh, and okay. I mess with her. Like out there. I'll take my oh, foot and I'll put I'll put my toe right next to like her leg and she'll freak the fuck out. So I ain't yeah, I've seen toe. girls like that back in the day. They don't even like you looking at their feet. Like they'll crunch up their Dude, toes. She doesn't like it. Like I I try to tickle her feet and she freaks the fuck out. She's like, "Don't touch! Don't touch my feet!" Oh no, she get real gangster on you about them feet, right? No, no, I've seen shit like that back in the day. You look at me personally, me Sunday, personally, I'm not sucking like, no toes. Why are you looking at my feet? Yeah, I ain't putting no feet. I ain't putting no feet. I'm not putting feet in my mouth. I'm sorry. Nah. Yeah, I'm missing out. Nah. I'm what? Good. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm not judging anybody, but it's not. It's just not for me. Nah, you judging. You judging. <laughs> yeah. I got a question. You got kissing on the legs. You got kissing. You got kissing the feet. You know what I'm saying? Pull a oh. in your mouth. Bank is looking at everybody now, in this room way different right now. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Not I'm not judging anybody. Like, but I just, I just, I just wouldn't do it. Yeah, Bankai, I feel judged and I don't Me too. I feel I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, it belongs to me. I'm sorry. I am not. Yeah, man. Hey, enjoy them feet sandwiches. It's all good. Oh, man. God. Whatever, whatever, whatever you like. <laughs> okay, whatever we, we like. all can't be the king of eating ass. You got it. Okay. I ain't even asking. Yeah, right. B's just chilling and living his bachelor life. You know who looks like he eats ass? ass? Bully. Oh, bully eats ass. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, how come Billy? How come Bully hasn't talked all night? Because he got ass in his mouth. <laughs> for, for three hours? Damn. Yo, Bully's got yo. some stamina. He's bullies. <laughs> bullies on the blue chews tonight. Yeah, like Brutus. Yeah. Blue chews. <laughs> I got a question. I got a question for Miss uh, for Queen Skills and Queen uh, Miss Rose. How many? Uh, what was the numbers for the last fifty something? Uh, I just wanted to shut the fuck up. Was smooth. It was over a thousand smooth. Just so you know. Thanks. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for bringing it up, though. I appreciate your question. So, so I don't normally share much of like real personal stuff like that on the timeline and things like that. But I will agree. I think it was Ray who said it, or you, Miss Rose. The whole like, I, I, it's it's such a simple concept, 
But I don't understand why people don't get that. Like, you have to, you can't just be receiving all the time and not focusing on your partner. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't know why people don't get that. Like, it's such a simple concept. Like, it, it blows my mind how, you, like, you've, like you, you'll hear a woman say, like, I've never had somebody, like, do something to me, like, that made me feel good. Yeah. It's so, it's so odd. You know what it is? I think people get real selective with monogamy. You get a lot of people that get into monogamous relationships or attempt to do the monogamous thing. They get in it and they don't realize this is what is required. And if you don't do this shit, I mean, again, we, we throw, you know, all kinds of temper tantrums with people that cheat and we, you know, hang them to the cross and shit like that. But that's kind of what happens when you enter into a monogamous relationship. It's just like, bro, if you're not going to do this shit, <laughs> someone else will. Right. Yo, you so think some dudes might be scared of it? Out real quick. You think some dudes might be scared of it? Like, I ain't going down there. That shit is scary or something like that. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you never know, man. That's a good be, point. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna be I th- honest. I'm, it's probably I'm intimidating. Honest. I'm gonna be honest in this regard, man. You'd be surprised to know, and like, and I got sisters and shit like that, like that be putting me on game and telling me, like, yo, there are a lot of women out there that don't really know how to hygienically like clean themselves down there because people tend to forget, like, even with the vagina and how it's actually laid out structurally. Like, when you're a guy and you're going in. <laughs> And you let that tongue, the first thing you're tasting right off rip is everything that has been sitting right in the front, right? You got to get past that part first. And then when you get, you know, beyond the labias and shit like that, when you get inside the canal, that's when you really taste in real good juice. Like that shit is, you know, if you eat hey, pineapples. See, I told you, sex education, man. Niggas up and get sex education. Yo, you you start getting some, you start them pH levels, they start to rise and they have an active like a pituitary they everybody has a pituitary gland, but women have an extra gland that's in there. I forget the name of it, it's with an E or some shit like that. And it activates the actual sweetness in the woman's vaginal canal that actually makes that shit taste good. Now, granted, not all of them are gonna taste good because at the end of the day, a woman's diet does depend on how them pH levels are working out. So I understand, you know, guys are like, Mm-mm, I ain't trying to do that. Because with a guy, this shit is on the outside. Like, <laughs> when a woman goes down and gives a guy a blowjob, all you're basically tasting is whatever the fuck is on the outside of his shot. With a woman, you're getting all that shit from the inside. And if she's not on a proper diet, proper nutrition, working out and shit like that, her pH levels are fucked up. Oh, yeah, yeah, you going to be like, yeah, I'm not about this one. Like, I don't want this. Yeah, Ray, you scaring people, right? You scaring some Yeah, people. no, Ray. Seriously. Ray. Yeah. Ray, you speak your face right now, Some people are so just probably mm-hmm. listen to this and said, I'm never going to this. Yeah, they never, they never. After listening to Ray Ozzy, they ain't never exploring. Ain't Come no, on, man. Mm-hmm. I just want no. people to have a good sex life. I want people Yo, to be Ray. intentional about what the fuck they doing. Yo, yo, Ray, you know what it is? You know what it is, too, for dudes who are not as experienced, right? They're afraid to do it because they don't want to do a bit of. Like, they don't want to have that, that ration, like, yo, like, what you doing? And a lot of dudes fear that shit. Now, I don't have that problem. Yo, it's, it's delicious. That's just me, but, yo, it's, like, on some real shit, though, like, most dudes don't, they really don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm just being real with it. Like, most dudes. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. 
bro, bro, but, bro. Yeah. Like, listen, y'all, y'all better stop playing and please. Yeah, reality. Woman, yeah. I'm trying to tell you, yo. Yeah, before you enter that reality, let me let me ask this question. This is for the yeah, ladies. Up, this is th- this is for the ladies too. Like, yeah, yeah, I brought this up before. Um, why? Why is it that when like if if with like if a woman can't orgasm in a relationship, is that a problem? That's yeah, a problem, I think, right? I think it's a problem. Yeah. Right, but so, but but this is this is the question I'm asking. This is the question. Why why do women not actually tell their man? That they're like they don't orgasm because it's like I've heard it because plenty of times. Plenty of times. You know the. Oh wait, 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 wait. guys, uh, call that line. But this is for the. This is the question for the ladies. Wait, I'm just, right, I'm asking, You know what I mean? Um, I don't. I don't know why. I've never. I've never had a problem saying anything, so I don't know. But I think a lot of women fake it because they feel like they they're not comfortable enough to say anything Agreed. and I think some women like I know women who have said something and it's been like a well that's your problem not mine kind of a thing I don't think there's any ownership on the men's part when something is said Mm -hmm. yeah because there's a fragile there's a fragile insecure complex that comes with being a man and the ability to conquer and the ability to feel like we did some shit because they're you know we you know we we get that even when we're young when our fathers tell us good job like that is like an adrenaline rush for us the idea of doing a good job right but now when we hold someone in high esteem like our woman who's just sitting here either faking it or yes gets real and says some shit like yeah that ain't it that is a blow to our ego, but if you yeah. move the fucking insecure complex out the way, and again, get your ass in the lab, get your ass in the gym, get your ass in your study so you can show that stuff approved, then none of that shit matters. But instead, we go in with this bravado, uh, like, yo, we the shit, this, that, and the third, yeah, we can put this shit down, and it's like, again, less than 20% of women actually achieve actual orgasm in their lifetime. Or at least like one or two times, they can count that shit on their hand. For men, I'm like, yo, man, what the fuck are we doing? And if I, as a 36 year old guy, can walk in and be like, damn, I've been fucking up. Why on earth should anyone feel feel lesser than in you know in the ability to please their woman? Like that should be at the forefront. And of course, again, we're not being taught that, you know, from the OGs, you know, on the block right. or our fathers and shit like that. Like, we're not being taught how right. to scientifically get this shit and make it right. Right. And it's not like women get the response, okay, well, I appreciate you telling me what do I need to do to make it better. That's not the response you get. You get, well, well, I came, so. Exactly. I think this shit is all built on yeah. affairs because women, <laughs> you know what I mean? women value being in a relationship. They value being and companionship and the right. threat of not being with someone is more scarier than telling their man you ain't hitting it shit, right hundred so percent they'll, they'll shut the fuck up and not say anything and suffer in silence meanwhile dude is over here with all the moxie in the world thinking he's doing some shit but he ain't really doing shit right. and i'm just saying like it, 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 it takes a level of humility a level of accountability and responsibility in order to get to a place where you're like, I'm going to please my woman. You're right. You know what it comes down to again also as a man, right? Because it, 
it, it, it starts a lot from who you're hanging with and like the shit that you watch too, right? That plays a part in it also because everybody always thinks me, 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 me. I want to get what I want and that's it. And they never think about the woman first. That's why, you know, when, when you see situations like that, it's always a, a man is always going to think, well, you know, I got what I wanted. That's that selfish shit. Man the fuck up, put your woman first, give her what she needs and wants, and I promise you, you'll get what you want to need. That's why for me, put the woman first, yo. Whatever she likes, whatever she wants, do your part, you know? Agreed. Like, that's just wasn't me, that a song? That's just me. Wasn't that a song? Who did that? Put that woman first by Jaheen? Oh, yeah, yeah, there you absolutely. go. There you go. Go ahead. Better go ahead. put that woman first. Go ahead, <laughs> Go ahead, Ray. <laughs> Sing it, Ray. Yo, Go ahead, man. Yo, man, Jaheen was that guy, man. He was, they don't he was know. actually put me on to some shit, man. They don't, they don't know about Jaheen, Ray. You yo. sing it, B. Uh, nah, see, I, I, I'm not the singer in here. Oh, God. <laughs> Ray Ozzy got this, you know what I'm saying? He, he got that. Yeah, I mean? He wants to save his singing for the girls on Tinder. <laughs> so, yeah, we definitely know who Jaheen oh, is. On, if you don't know who Jaheen is, you are. Yo, B. What? Yo, B A Trey is about to hit the pile driver. Oh, oh my god! Bro. Oh my god! That shit. Oh. Little, little inside that joke, but that shit was funny. Lauren said that sounded like a sex position. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. When it comes to when it comes to this, is sex number one again? I don't think the action is number one, but I think sex is. It's broader. It's not as simple. Even the way we think about sex, it needs to broaden itself. Like the language of sex needs to be more than just, you know, vaginal penetration. It needs to be everything from pleasure, mm-hmm. from rubbing, you know, uh, uh, oil in the body. To it's an, it's an experience. It's an experience. You got to put on the shower. Put the words out of my mouth. You got you to gotta rub them up, fill them up, smack and smack and smack, shake, shake. I think me and Ray need to do a. I think me and Ray need to do. Me and Ray need to do a sex education space. Bro, I put on a show. (laughs) Bro, I put on a show. She tell you. Yo, you just got a new name, Rails. You just got a new nickname, bro. Magic Rails. Nah, no. Hey man, listen. I'm trying to teach y'all something, man. Listen. Hey, let me say something. Why I tell her? Why I tell Lauren? You got to tell them bitches about me. Because she knows why I done did. Give a whole show experience. Magic Mike yeah. or Magic Rose. What do y'all want to call it? I was going to say, okay, let's fuck. Boom, that's it. Nah, you got to make out. You know what I'm saying? You got to you know, caress them, grab them up. They want to feel like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to you know, kiss around the area. You got to go downtown. You got to do different things with your tongue. You know what I mean? Yeah, but what what did I tell you last weekend? What are you talking about last weekend? Remember? When I slapped you on the butt and I said, Yeah, you tell the bitches about oh, yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. That's so funny. Yeah. I don't even keep that fire, but whatever. Uh, 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 I'm going to go back to the corner and say quiet. Comfortable. Yeah. It was funny yeah. as hell, too. You should have seen Terrell's face. He was like, What the fuck just happened? Yeah. American yeah. Heights, you guys are so comfortable. We are, because listen. I'm gonna tell you why. I had some crazy story happen to me, and I was like, "Shit, man!" Like, oh no, nah, like, bro. We talking about yo, bro. We talking about every nah. Listen, at the end of the day, man, you gotta have, listen. You gotta be able to laugh at yourself and enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the reason the way we comfortable because 
you know, we've been together for a quite a while now. It's like whatever, like fuck. Man. I, I ain't about to be conservative out here in these streets. And neither is she. Like, and we talking to you motherfuckers and hey, y'all, y'all family and shit like that. Hey, man, who gives a fuck? We all adults. You know what I'm saying? We all experience some crazy shit, some funny shit, some weird shit. You know what I'm saying? Anybody ain't about trying to come in here and shame you? They they bullshit. You know what I mean? That, yeah, you're right. Girls, you know what it is? We all come from, believe it or not, whether you want to admit it or not, we all come from conservative backgrounds. Like 75% mm-hmm. of the room, if not more, is black or uh, some, you know, some person of color and whatnot. And the way we were raised, especially within the black community, where most of us had to be on church on a Sunday. Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday for Bible study. They did, yo. I'm a musician, man. Like, I did this shit Monday through Monday. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I was a music minister. This is what I did for a living. No one sat me in the corner and explained to me, this is how you need to please your woman on a biological level. What it was taught to me was whatever the doctrine said, oh, you need to be head of the household or this, that, and the third. And the responsibility wasn't necessarily put on, you know, my elders to teach me how to please a woman. So yeah. then you get older, you get into these marriages and relationships, and you're navigating life through these lens, you know, of how you were brought up and raised. And most of the time, a lot of us fuck up. So by the time we exit, you know, our first marriage or, you know, usually getting into our second marriage, we get that shit right because now we have linked ourselves to other forms of information rather than the stale shit we got growing up and we come better for it. Now, you know, it's it's a real deep psychological thing, but again, it ties back into the is sex number one. Listen, <laughs> you may think it's not number one, but when you're in year five of your relationship or marriage, trust me, that shit is going to start to become real fucking important, especially when you start on a marriage or relationship doing the whole jackrabbit bunny thing where you're humping each other real fast and Sex only lasts like three minutes. You get to year seven and you realize, ah, V, this shit is an experience. This shit needs to last for like 30 minutes. And we're mm-hmm. talking, if not more, with all the sensual pleasures that the body can produce. Right. Can I say this too? Um, to, just to piggyback off of that, sex is not just sex. Like, you, like reality, you're really digging into like the whole, like what you need to be doing, to be doing. To do right, but is sex is really spiritual too. It's a connection That's between true. two people that is so deep. It's the probably the deepest thing that you can get into with another person. You know Thank what I mean? It, on a biological perspective. So you know what I mean. So when you give yourself to someone, you're not only giving your body, you're giving a piece of your your, your heart, your soul. You're always going to remember that. It's always going to be with you. To, that's why the amount of people that you are with is important too, because you know I mean it's a proven fact that every person that you, every female that is with some a male, they they leave a that male leaves a piece in their uh, mm-hmm. in their DNA Correct. Mm-hmm. for for years, almost a lifetime. You know what I mean? So when you go and have kids and so you're gonna have a piece of that person that you slept with five years ago in your DNA going into your kids. And your yeah, kids. that's yeah. something to remember. So it, it, that's how that's how sex. It, 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 that's why it's so important. It's it's not only physical, but it's spiritual. And so the question doesn't need to be is sex number one. What it should be is is physical touch or physicality 
um, is that number one out of the love languages that exist? Because again, as you said, the level of vulnerability you have to have. And again, if we all take off our shirts, if we all take off our clothes, not collectively like we perform the mass orgy or any shit like that, but I'm just saying in your private time, there's someone that's looking at their ass and realizing it's droopy. There's some people that have had children where shit hasn't really pulled back the way that it did. And for someone to value that and see you, see all of your imperfections physically, that's a deep thing, man. That's why it will always be number one for me. Because accepting someone for how they look when no clothes are on, that's just a different ballgame. Mm -hmm. Wow. I think everybody should... Ray's going to charge $25 a DM. <laughs> and everybody can hit him up. Me, me and Carla are going to take 10%, you know, just because we discovered him. So if you guys have any more questions, then, you know, that's, that's what we're going to do. You can hit up Ray. He's available <laughs> Monday through Friday. <laughs> from nine to five. From when nine to five. Way, white, but I'm actually Hispanic. Those are his office hours. Yeah. <laughs> Again, for men, yo, get out there, get that book, man. She comes first. It, it has a fucking papaya or whatnot on it. It looks like the paper vagina. You can get an audio book. It's by Ian Henner. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Carnegie. Yeah. Um, it's I'm going to find it and book. post a picture of it, Ray, oh, so everybody knows what it is. Read that okay. yeah, Make sure she busts first. Read that book. A-Trey, tra- did you want to say anything? We're going to we're gonna wrap it up. Every I need to get my beauty. You're going to be the last one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, wait, can y'all hear me? Yeah, we hear yep. you, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm only in here because of Rails. Hey, fuck you, man. All right? That pal down Wow. A-Trey, what a great way to wrap up the space. So... <laughs> no, nah, it's all love. It's all love. Now, nah, you know, I was here earlier. I came back. Everything y'all was talking about is... is I, I fucks with it. Rayology was on some other shit, though. I was learning some shit that I ain't never mm-hmm. heard of in my life before. But, uh, no, nah, I mean, just... You know, like, I think, I don't know if it was Bangkok earlier that said, like, you know, oh, well, he was about to say something embarrassing, and I think Rails was like, oh, you know, we talk about everything. I agree with him. It's like, yo, listen, I'm I'm 32 years old, and I started having sex when I was 13, like, at a young age. Crazy. Because the, the experiences in my Me too, bro. Like, yeah, the people that I was around, the, the older dudes around me, you know, how, you know how it is in the neighborhood. You know how it is. Like, oh, you got to do this, that, and the third. So I've been having sex since then. I've been through a lot of shit, mad embarrassing moments. Like I ain't who I am now because I, I no, I am who I am now because of the shit that I went through. I bust early, mm-hmm. I bust early. I did some crazy shit. I I didn't know how to do this, that, and the third. I was laughed at. I had girls. T- I had a lot of things happen to me. But as you grow and as you get older, and you mature in that aspect of your life, oh man, like now it's like it's you know it's not like a knock or you know I'm not trying to big anything up, but like I don't. I know what I want to do to a woman in the bed. Like, I know what I, I want to take care of her first. That's the key thing. Get her off. Mm-hmm. You know, make get her, her off first. Mm-hmm. Believe me, because when I was 17, 18, I didn't give a shit. I'm trying to get my nut to go. Robbery. But, you know, as you get older and also, too, like, when I started working at the airport, I was, like, 20 years old. A lot of older women in their 40s was hitting on me a lot. So I started having experiences with older women, and they taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I had I had all this shit. Trey was out here slinging dick. Trey, that older woman shit is true, bro. I, that happened to me before. Mm-hmm. Listen, Rose, 
that older women shit is a whole different ball game. Yes, sir. I, I was twenty. I was twenty-two years old. I met a forty-five-year-old woman. She lived in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. She used to fly in on our flight, and she took a liking to me. She was like, "Hey, can you take me to the park? Show me around San Diego." I'm like, "Yeah, I'll show you around." She said, "You know, she had like two kids. Both their kids were, you know, teenagers." I'm like, "Yeah, just bring your kids. I'll show them around." I showed up at the park. She was by herself. She was like, "Yeah, my kids ain't coming. I want you." I'm like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, mm-hmm. All right. and, and "Oh shit!" Me, I'm gonna hit more mics. <laughs> my experiences with her was like, oh man, like it was amazing, but also too, it made me grow up because like I started catching feelings, but she was like, it's not like that. Like, I want to show you some things. I want to teach you some shit. And I give her credit because in my next future relationships that I had after that, man, I always was able to please my girl. Like it was never a mm-hmm. problem with that. You know what I'm saying? Like other shit was problems, like, you know, just her being an asshole. But that's another thing. You know, like, like <laughs> you know, when it came to the man, oh, it was lit. It was lit. And it's always been lit. So yeah, yeah, Bankai, man, listen, you know, everybody go through some shit. I've been like I've been I've been in the bed with a girl and she wasn't she didn't she didn't smell the best at the time. She was going through some shit. I'm not gonna make fun of you on that because look at we might not be in the best time to do some shit. It might be an accident. I've been in... I've, I've oh, been, might I've been in triple H. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I was talking because my, my... You know what I'm saying? Like, I had, you know, like, in, in, and I think I think it was smooth. Uh, I, I see my man smooth. What that smooth? My man. Uh, uh, I think he... I think up, he the, or somebody said, like, oh, like, eating. I, I, I think I came in late when Bankai was talking about uh, you know, going down on girls or something like that. Um, bro, listen, I, you know how it is when you're young. My uncle, my uncle, still to this day, my OG. I don't eat pussy. I don't do that shit. I'm like, man, you missing out. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, that shit is, I love that shit. But I remember at a young age, I was told that shit ain't, that shit whack. Don't do that. So it took me until I got older, until I went to college and I was at, and I was at parties where I'm like, oh, this shit is cool. Now, I don't just go down on any girl I'm with, but like, if you, if, you know, if you my shorty for real, oh yeah, I'm going to do that. And I've had the older women teach me how to do it. Cause I'm just going out there looking, thinking I got. She like, you ain't doing shit. Nigga. Let me show you how to do this shit. I'm like, oh, I you <laughs> nah, fact. They tell you slow yeah. down. This is how you supposed to do it. Yeah. I, yo, my old, yo, that right? woman told me. Yo, Adrian, that, that old woman told me. I was like, fucking like twenty. She said, slow down. Cause when I'm about to teach you, the girls after me, you gonna fuck their head up. She said, you don't be wanna just fast fuck. Hey, bro, she hey, slow bro, down. Bro, let me ask you a question. We fucking with the same old, older woman? Because I feel like... <laughs> nah, my, my, nah, I don't know. But that bitch, that bitch broke my heart. I moved down to Florida. So she gonna get kept shit about her husband. But... Nah, I, I, was just, I was just talking. Fuck about selfish, bitch. My, but I'm, I'm glad I had her, though. Listen, Rails, I'm telling you. I was just talking because my fiance went to go go get waxed and shit. And so she told me the story where she was doing that. The lady who was doing it was like, oh, you have some, like, like, marks there by your legs like inner thighs and stuff like that and she was like fuck and she was like are you like is everything okay there's nothing wrong and then my fiance remembered like you know she was like you did that and it was so awkward to like see the lady talk to me about it asking me like oh is everything okay like what happened there and she was like i didn't know what to say so what happened is she went to go get a facial like last week at the same place with the same lady. And I went to go meet her there to drop something off to her. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, so this is the lady. Who <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, oh, okay. Tell her, and I'm like, tell her next time to say the next one. And he went crazy on me. I was, oh my God. So, so I was sitting there just waiting. And I noticed she looked at me for a few seconds. I'm like, fuck. Okay. Uh, this is awkward. <laughs> gotta be in those awkward moments. That's why I was talking about. Gotta be in those awkward moments, man. We, uh, everybody in this space 
who was here earlier, who was here now, they've all been in some awkward shit, man. It happens, man. Like, it's just the way, you know, it's the growth of life. Like, that's what you got to go. You gotta, you Bro, gotta we just got a good laugh yeah, after yeah, it, yeah, but in yeah. the moment, it was just like, oh, yeah. shit. That's not true, AJ. I'm a virgin. I haven't done oh, anything. Oh, damn. Real smooth shit. My bad. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. On that note, on we're wrapping things up. <laughs> you the smooth accent too. Like Anthony, you ever had a threesome? I'm like, yeah. I had a <laughs> oh, there you go. Thanks, V. Yo, yo, smooth probably fucks, and while he's fucking, he goes like, "But what about oh?" <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> 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 All right, no, uh, All right. No, no, you don't. You don't ruin. You don't ever ruin the movie with some weird shit like that. That's weird. That, that I'm just. Weird. Why do I love it? That was bad. 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 That I got to say one thing, the fact that I, even though I was joking, right, but the fact that I said I'm a virgin and y'all looked at me like, I was, fuck y'all, all right, y'all, y'all, said, y'all, y'all supposed to believe nah. me, you know what I'm saying, like, you fucked that prostitute, you know you're a virgin, you're a horse, you're not, 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 you're your Well, we appreciate you guys all, you know, coming in and and speaking like this. It wouldn't be the show if it if you right. guys weren't willing to come in all and the talk. Fellas, so all the in here, we donkey fuck your girl, man. Just you know, get it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. you'll be all right. Wow, that's Let's a go. that's a great closing. <laughs> I love you guys. Let's go. And 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 everybody remember to tune into Billy's Sh- Bully show on Sunday at ten o'clock, right, babe? Ten yeah. o'clock on Sunday. Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Don't forget about him. And we have to say thank you for recap again for doing our flyer. He also does. He does a great yeah, job every time, definitely. even when we give him really weird shit to make for us, Carla. <laughs> <laughs> he always, comes through. He always yeah. comes through. But no, thank, literally thank you everybody who retweeted the show and got everybody in here because, it, I mean, it wouldn't be anything if nobody came in to talk. So we appreciate everybody. And thanks for coming in to talk. And we'll be back next month. So we have 30 days to think of some new topics, Carla. So... Yes, we'll be back. Thank you for having me too, guys. Yes. I really appreciate thank it. you, thank yes, you, thank I you. appreciate everybody who came up and spoke, said what else. Late. Carla's got, way Carla's got her sleep, sleepy voice. She needs to go to bed. So, uh, yeah, on that like, note, we're out. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Until next time. Yes. Peace, y'all. See y'all next week, Thursday. See y'all Sunday for Bully Ball, 10 a.m. Therapy mm-hmm. Sports, bitches. Yo, Rose, 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 before we go, yo, who you, who you got next on, uh, who you got on Saturday? Knicks, baby, Knicks, Knicks. Knicks. all day, 3.30, Knicks, go. baby, Knicks, fuck the yeah. heat, What's baby. The score, What's the score, yeah. the score's What's gonna score? be, the score's gonna be 110 to 98. Oh, God, okay, goodbye, I'm going to bed now. <laughs> <laughs>